The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Hello, this is Chad Foglin from Sequel Squeal. If you like listening to two jackasses talk about movies and sometimes give some kind of facts about them with a sometimes famous and otherwise awesome guest, then listen to the Sequel Squeal here on the Nerdist School Network. You know what I'm saying. Do it. We won't have to be lonely, either one of us, ever again. You're wrong. You don't know what it is you're asking me to do. Of course I know. I'm not a fool. There's a price. I understand that. You couldn't possibly understand. I wasn't afraid, was I? When I looked into the mirror and you weren't there, I didn't scream. I didn't run. I understood. No, you weren't afraid. You looked into that mirror and all you saw was yourself. That's all you ever see, Rebecca, and that's what really frightens me. This isn't about the way the studio or the network or the fans see you. It's about how you see yourself. Your reflection has been corrupted into something unrecognizable. You think you want to stay the same? What you really want is to make it disappear. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> Barely. You did it. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Barely made it. Barely made it. I thought about something from the prodigal, but it would have been too rot. Those daddy son scenes were tough. Oh. And then I was like, Ben, does everyone have to do an Irish accent? I mean, do they do it on the show? In the beginning of the episode, <laughs> by the end, I feel like David Moran was like, I'm just going to play the feeling of, the, <laughs> of these lines. See, I'm going to play the feeling of Ireland <laughs> in these lines. I'm not going to worry about it. But he's getting better, don't you think? Yes. Way he's better. He's getting better. Yeah. In Buffy, it was very embarrassing. Well, in the flashbacks, they didn't use any of his lines. No. <laughs> they used her lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was so happy to see Darla again. Mm-hmm. Love her. Mm-hmm. She's so good. She's so yeah. good at being like that, like distant um, curiosity mm-hmm. that she has for him, and like looking at others as like projects or things. And like, yes. she communicates all that so well in her yes. role. And she's she such a great villain. She's one of the villains. Obviously, they they kill early on Buffy, but can you imagine Buffy the show with her? Mm-hmm. still around yeah. uh, I mean just I mean as bad as Angelus mm-hmm. if not worse right mm-hmm. are we saying Angelus, Angelus? <laughs> well I mean Angelus what, is that how you say it <laughs> wait what okay First of all, okay, there are not that many people I know who I would say is like this person I know is a fan of Angel <laughs> so now I'm like is this like you have to be a super fan like are say- we not fan enough because we say Angelus <laughs> no, I like- think you said it right <laughs> Because I think the show says Angelus. Like, I, I want to say Angelus. It doesn't really matter what like, the show says. Los like, Angelus. <laughs> yeah, we live in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that should you, be the name of this podcast. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, welcome to Tell Dark and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. I, sorry, I had too much spit in my mouth. And I, I was like, am it. I going to do this? And you paused, like, made me feel like you were going to do it. Should we do it together? Okay, let's try and do it in unison. Okay. <laughs> At like we practiced last night, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> we were, I could tell we were going to the same place. With, With us today is a special guest. A. Thirty-three-time guest. <laughs> this is amazing, by the way. He is a 
friend. <laughs> and an improviser. Very funny. Everyone <laughs> likes him. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the show, Chris McGowan. That was amazing. That Thank was you. so awesome. That was so cool. It was just like we practiced. <laughs> we should try and do that as like a, a warm up before shows to get us really on group mind. Like say Wait, a sentence. All eight of us. <laughs> <laughs> at least two at a time. Okay, I would say two at a time. You have to try and say a sentence oh, together. That's such a fun thing to do for yeah. me to do that bit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh my god. Or if we did scenes. Where it was two person scenes, but <gasps> each person was two people. So it'd be four people on stage or wow. not stage in the warm up, and you'd interact back and forth. Yeah, as pairs. That's cool. That is cool. All right. Um, well, we have a show tonight. <laughs> okay, it might be a <laughs> interesting show. We have two warm ups ready to go. <laughs> we're ready. We're gonna and do this. Perhaps a new form. <laughs> yeah, we don't change our form enough. No, well, I'm talking like we're not on mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stick to the program, like Christina Hendricks. Yes. Is it this I saw her immediately Wait, and what? recognized Where? her. Where? Did you open your eyes? I did. Where was she? She's the barmaid. She's an unnamed barmaid. <gasps> she's the one She's a- the one who's like he's a good time but don't trust any of his promises. Wait, that's her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had lots of sex with Liam. Yeah. Right? And was not happy about his behavior. <laughs> I feel like and I know we know where the show is going but maybe he got her pregnant. Yeah, well, I think so. And then was like, oh, I'll, I'll go so, take care of the kid with you. And then she's like, okay. And then he's like, ah, psych. And then. So, like, he has descendants. Mm. Oh. So there's Liam descendants out there. That's, I guess, what I'm positing. Wow. Probably. I mean, unless they, like, died in some kind of plague. Or Angel ate everybody. Oh, yeah, maybe he ate Angelus. <laughs> Angelus. <laughs> Angelus. <laughs> Sounds like having a stroke when you say that. Angelus. Because we know. Angelus does this uh, mm-hmm. horrible things, but this is the first time I think, at least me as a viewer, having, I mean, I've seen this once already, yeah. but it's harsh when you yes. get to the end of this episode. Like, first you see his sister. I know I'm jumping yeah. way ahead. No, it's true. Uh, it's, that was rough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, we're, which is interesting, I'm interested to hear what you both think, how this ties into the other plot, because uh, he clearly does the worst things in this episode, I, I, don't, I would think. I mean, killing his whole family yeah. is, is pretty bad. Well, and killing his daughter, I mean, sorry, his sister. This is not Chinatown. Um, <laughs> he kills his sister and his mother. And his mother certainly didn't stand up to his dad. But, like, we see no reason for that mm-hmm. beyond to divorce himself from his previous life. Mm-hmm. It also, and we haven't seen a lot of baby vampires because usually we kill them right mm-hmm. when they come out of the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they're on the show and we don't know what to do with them so we just burn them in the sunlight Buffy season 2 yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah. Sorry, sorry there's also Buffy season 2 mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting because he he doesn't feel like a character without a soul right away he's holding on to all that human stuff really tight yeah and, and she kind of explains it a little bit right yeah. where she's like we're not like those things that we feel we still feel them mm-hmm and she was so, oh, God, I loved when she was like, that moment of victory was an instant, but he'll never approve of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, damn, shots fired. She's like breaking him down so that he can become the monster he truly becomes. Yes. But she's also spitting truth. Yeah. She wants him. I think she wants him over it or like 
resigned to it is what it is so mm-hmm. that she can yeah so that she she's like let's go be like bonnie and clyde all over this yeah place. Mm-hmm. which sometimes i feel like because life is hard i'm not a murderer so mm-hmm. just pre lapd take note mm-hmm. <laughs> not even a little even though my driver's license picture i look like monster <laughs> the character <laughs> at least their own place in that movie um but <laughs> but I think that because life is hard shit ha- horrible things will happen mm. to you and to the people you love and people will hurt you and all that stuff so I think that there is a, a, a temptation to be nihilistic mm-hmm. and then just be forget it then I'm just going to do whatever I want whatever makes me happy in the moment because nothing matters mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the way a lot of the vampires that we meet on this show and Angelus in the show acts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you just you give up uh, being a part of society. Yes. Yeah. And I think she, part of that is because, I mean, as Darla points out, like when you become a vampire, you don't forget all the things that like pissed you off in your life. Mm-hmm. And and then you have like so much more power than you ever had before. And in your mind, you're like, okay, well, this is a po- the power I have to just like get this out of my life. And then now I can just be this like vampire person. Yeah. And I think she, yeah, she is trying to, like, speed up that process. So she's like, come on, like, let's go, like, just do whatever the fuck we want. But this this thing that you're trying to do, this, like, vengeance thing, isn't yeah. going to work out for you. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. And I'm a big fan of therapy. So mm-hmm. I'm not a murderer. I like therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look like, like a serial killer in my driver's mm-hmm. license. All these things are true. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's a big thing that you learn when you grow up, right? Like mm-hmm. you believe, oh, if I get this thing, if I get this job, if I mm-hmm. am in this relationship, if I have this external thing, mm-hmm. then whatever issues that I carried, whatever hurts that aren't healed, they will, I'll be over them. I'll be past them. Mm-hmm. And that's not really how it works. Like you carry it until you heal. Yeah. Now we've seen, all of us have seen the whole show. Mm-hmm. So we, so we know, kind of know the answer to this, but yeah. I'm going to ask it anyway. Does that make, this whole redemption of angels then uh, pointless. I mean, he can never take back killing his family. Right. That is an act that even angel with the soul mm-hmm. can't uh, make up for really. Right. Right. So is this quest of his to be this vigilante and, and, and helping people just to help people going to do anything ultimately, or is that what he's struggling with? Yeah. I think that is something he's struggling with. I think he also like, thinks of it as like him saving people and him like just brooding and like pouting around. He's like, this isn't going to like balance out the scales or anything, but like I need to have this process. And so his like process of suffering in his mind is necessary, but not sufficient to like balance the scales and like, Mm -hmm. I guess his favor. And in a less global sense, I think, the person that he was was a person who dealt with a jerky dad mm-hmm. by folding. He yep. dealt with a bully jerk dad who was mean to him by just uh, by quitting. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. like eventually like leaving when he leaves. I mean, he's not really being asked to leave. He's mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to deal with your guff. I'm going to I'm going to go and, and carouse more. So I think that part of it is an internal journey, right? Like being a person who stands up. And does the heroic hard thing is an evolution. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that he can ever redeem himself or atone for what he's done, but he can be a better. He's a vampire, but he can be a better person now. Mm-hmm. 
I think. Right? Isn't that what yeah. Any, yeah, any, any so. of us can do? I also have a theory about his broodiness when we get to eternity, mm-hmm. which I never thought about in all the years of knowing the show. Well, I'll save that for when we okay, get back. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah. We got, guys, we, we have three apps. I don't, yeah, three. we didn't talk about that. This is we a didn't three talk about app show. Demon PCP. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's funny because like I'm so the three of the three episodes, even though this has flashbacks, Ireland, mm-hmm, daddy mm-hmm. stuff, Kate not <laughs> always stuff. being a waste. It is a compared to the other two, not it that sucks. good. <laughs> the other two are like such quality. No, they're ex. so good. Okay, this we'll one get to them. Sucks, but okay. So how about <laughs> the scene? And I just said Kate's not the worst, but when she's sitting on the docks. They love the docks on this show. Love the docks. Love the docks. Are they just like having fun in San Pedro? What are they doing? I think they're in Marina del Rey. Great. This had a lot of, because uh, uh, this obviously the show, especially season one, is so noir heavy. Yes. This had a lot of cop show cliches. Mm-hmm. Even Kate's uh, pun-ish at the beginning. Did you say something? Oh, I wrote it gosh, down. She like, did say something. Like, I guess I. Just showed up to take away. What is she, <laughs> I wrote it down wrong, but she did like a, a yeah. CSI pun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she was she like. She took off her sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, no, she seriously. Mm. Uh, she was like, I guess it's like useless for me to try and like get the body. Like something about like the body yeah. or the demon yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, get him in the interrogation room. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But they had the the. I, mean, I guess I don't have to read him his rights. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Should I guess Kill I don't have me. to read I, him his rights? If I were Angel, I would just be like, "Don't ever fucking say that again. <laughs> don't ever fucking say that." Again. Okay, but if you were the actress who plays Kate and you had to say it, can I, we get a line reading, please? <laughs> just, just put your own. Okay, just be, have fun I, with yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be myself. I think I'd be like, "Guess I don't know how to read him as right." <laughs> Direct address into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then my elbows up, like my hands up. I'm like, I don't oh, know what he gets like to. And then I would put on a hat and have a cane and I'd tap dance off screen. This is amazing. You got the part. Thanks. Um, yeah, she also dresses like a eight-year-old boy. What's going on with her outfit? It's so weird. What is her outfit? I don't think it's how she's been dressing. this. She's no. been dressing like an adult woman. Mm-hmm. An adult woman cop, so not like a, not a fashion model. Mm-hmm. But she's been dressing like an adult woman this whole, and then in this episode, it's like little white tees and flannel shirts. Yes, like what? I did write uh, Kate's denim on denim. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was yeah. a look. That was a look. That was a that look. Was a look. That was at the docks when mm-hmm. her dad. <laughs> she says to her dad, "He's a PI," and her dad goes, "Private investigator," <laughs> and nods his head. Is that in case the audience, audience doesn't, doesn't know, know what, what a PI is? Magna PI. Everybody knows Everyone what a PI knows. is. I mean, that's could it mean anything else? Uh, personal, personal injury. <laughs> if you're a PI lawyer, you're a personal injury lawyer. Okay. But I mean, no, nobody fucking knows that, right. and nobody cares. Well, and there are two cops talking to each yeah. other. Like the context right. speaks enough, <laughs> right? And they're eating hot dogs. Another cop show cliche, right? Oh God. Is that the, is that the scene you're talking about? Or yeah, the cart? it's sort of weird to eat a hot dog with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> It's also weird the like way when... she eats it. I was just like, <laughs> I was worried about the mustard. That was my concern. Yeah, there was so yeah, much. There's a lot, there's of a lot of mustard. A lot of mustard. And all that denim. It's not a good look. Mustard and denim. <laughs> classic, classic, perfect storm. <laughs> You're just screaming. I had a hot dog for lunch. Yeah, today. yeah. Everybody. Oh, we got it. You had a hot dog, Kate. <laughs> Tone it what? down. Let Kate. me guess. With your dad. <laughs> By the dad. She. First of all, mm-hmm. for someone who does not have a good relationship with her dad, the fact that she calls him daddy is so weird. Mm-hmm. Why would you yeah. call your dad? Do you know any adults who call their dad no. daddy? I've never met. Incorrect. I know one person who calls her dad daddy. And is it what you would expect? Their uh, dynamic? 
their dynamic, yeah, I mean, he used to like peel her grapes for her until she was like 14. She didn't know how to eat chicken wings. <laughs> no, she's just he like would... sticking her fingers in because it felt like eyeballs. <laughs> like eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> when she like, um, I remember one time we were all like 14 or 15 and we were at a barbecue and she was like, oh my God, what is this chicken? And it was chicken wings and we're yeah. like, it's just chicken wings. And she's like, I don't know how to eat this. And we're like, what? And she's like, my dad takes the chicken off the bones for me. And we were like, what the fuck? That's insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will admit, I didn't grow up eating chicken wings. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure I know how to eat them. (laughs) You just eat them. Well, I do (laughs) it. I usually watch what the other people are doing. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." and I'm very delicate about it. Because like, yeah, I I, like there's things I can eat pretty well. Like a corn on the cob. Oh, you're good at that. (laughs) I I never am looking for other people's cues. Yeah, I I got it. it. But a chicken wing, I I just didn't grow up eating them. So I only, are you supposed to lick it? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Lick it? Wait, but you are supposed to like suck the bones, right? You're supposed I to. I guess like... if you're home alone, like on a Saturday night. <laughs> but, like, okay, so you bite like a fleshy part and you pull some flesh off. Yeah, sure. Then you okay. get to where it's like there's a little flesh stuck to like the joints, but there's also juice. You don't leave the juice. People like put that in their mouth and they go, "Oh, some people do." I usually just leave it. Yeah. So you just bite a fleshy part and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know when you're at home. And you're eating like a chicken leg. Have you eaten a chicken leg? A drumstick. Yes. A hundred percent. Had it's, a million of them. Okay. So it's like that, but just very small. <laughs> but also there's there's sauce on it. I think the sauce is what throws oh. me because like it feels like it's a sauce delivery okay. device and I don't want to not eat the so sauce. So to be fair, in this situation, these were tequila lime, non-saucy. Mm. They were a dry rub wing. Dry oh, they rub? Just get in there. Just bite Just get it. in there. Yeah. But okay. So with the sauce, <laughs> I'd say you don't really change your method mm-hmm. very much. You can suck off the ends if you want i don't think it's necessary okay i don't uh, some people do they like to get everything yeah i usually just nah, 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 and then like so get, it's like corn on the cob yeah it's like corn yeah, you, it's kind of corn you would cob, be yeah. like so at home eating it All right, i should i should really go for it more <laughs> mm-hmm. i feel like yeah i just i missed out growing up we would sometimes get kfc mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. though at the time it was called kentucky fried, fried chicken, chicken. but the whole thing uh Chicken grown in labs without limbs, so they right. That was the that was the that was the, uh, the the yes the tail going around. There was this girl I used to do junior lifeguards with, and she like believed all of those urban legends oh. right. about like every single kind of food, and she, that was one of them where she's like, "It's not chicken; it's just meat, like stuffed with." Um... I mean, if you could grow meat without brains, sure, I kind of would prefer it. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, I guess. That means I probably should just be a vegetarian and stop <laughs> killing things with, with brains. But yeah, I wouldn't mind if we could figure out a way to grow meat without brains. Well, so they have. Or nervous They systems. have done that. They've grown just like a hamburger patty. And it's like $800. Oh, jeez. But also it just, it that. tastes yeah. just like not that good, apparently. Like it just tastes like they're no. like, okay, so it worked, but it's not awesome and really expensive. What if you found out like it was like the trauma and pain hormones that, that makes made- it taste good? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, don't they say that, like, you shouldn't kill a lamb when it's screaming? Because. Okay, so. <laughs> or is it the other way around? No, because the fear makes the meat taste, like, bitter. Oh, it tastes worse. Oh, okay, yeah. so that means so if you ever eat some good meat, you it know. Meant, that, like, that, that thing was, was sitting in a, in a milk bath. Or it was, like, uh, <laughs> you know how the cows go into those shoots and then they shoot them in the head, but right. they can't see anything? Um, what, they're not shoots. What are they They're called? just, like, tunnel type tunnels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a word. Do you guys ever see that? Uh, I think it's an Errol Morris documentary. 
about the meat industry? I think I think it's uh, it might be Mr. Death. I went through a phase where I watched all of them like back mm-hmm. to back to back. Mm-hmm. It might have been Mr. Death, where it's that guy who there were a bunch of stories. I'm gonna stop because I could just be confu- conflating things. <laughs> Let's go back to hey, cows sometimes don't know they're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they sometimes don't know. I can say, hey, let's go back to the docks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to say, honestly, I, I thought you were going to talk, like, be like, let's talk about Angel again. And you're like, let's talk about cows. Sometimes I don't know they're going to die. Um, but you know what's interesting? Um, I, oh, I know what I, I'm what? I was trying to decipher my own notes that I got really sure. lost. Uh, I think that, and this is a kind of a bigger topic, mm-hmm. but Liam and his father, mm-hmm. Because they are both so, um, it's so important to both of them to show like uh, fronts, like mm-hmm. that none of them are being very like vulnerable to yeah. one another. It is really hard to care about for me to care about either one of them. Yeah, I cared more about the sister. Oh, I cared about the sister, and I wondered what the sister and mom talk about when the men are out of the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, like is the mom into this? Is she worried? Like what? I don't. I think the mom's probably like don't. Like, there's nothing we can do. Right. Like, they just will never get along. And the dad is, like, kind of mean. And Because the t- at that time, like, m- that woman has no choice but to stay there. Right. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, can't she go She has anywhere. no life And she probably didn't get to choose that Mary. guy to be her husband right. or the father of her children. So, like, I was much more interested in that dynamic than I was. Their fight was just, because it was just two people putting up a front. Mm-hmm. There was, <laughs> it was like, there was no communication happening. And, and I'm sure uh, his dad was terrible. But really, the confrontation we're shown is kind of, hey, don't talk to that girl. It's like, I'm going to do what I want. Well, and honestly, talk to her. That's not what we're talking about. He's about to ravage her. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's about to have sex with one of his servants. Right. Which, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> oh, from, like, from, like, a consent perspective. <laughs> yeah. From a, like, the servant probably has work to do perspective. Mm-hmm. She's at work. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. That... So, he's not wrong. Right. And even like, and I, it's hard because they use the old timey language to cover it. But the point that Angel, uh, sorry, Liam tries to make is, yeah, I wasn't, I was exactly what you expected because you expected so little of me and thought so little of me. I played down to your expectations, Mm -hmm. which that's an interesting conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Right. But instead we get it like cloaked in the old timey language and it doesn't land on anyone. Mm -hmm. The dad doesn't take it in. No. He doesn't feel bad for saying it. Yeah. It's like. It's all this mask. I yeah. found it really hard to care, like, because I I care about Angel. Sure. I think I think at least that that made um, one thing more effective, which is that the death of his father is very underwhelming, mm-hmm. and I think that's important because it is supposed to be underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving the show a little bit more credit. But because, like, we're supposed to kind of feel the thing that he feels where it's just like, okay, like, it's done. But now what? It's right. like, that, this, I still feel not great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not to give, again, to give the show more credit. <laughs> Maybe it's due. No. But uh, uh, this is told from Angel's memory in theory, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily, but maybe it is. And at this point, that's so far in the past. Maybe he has totally lost all that yeah. connection. Yeah. Maybe that's the, maybe it literally is just a memory at this point. Yeah. Then uh, why do we have to see it? I guess that's how I feel. <laughs> well, clearly from they like, needed a B plot. <laughs> but this. for like for from a narrative perspective, we could have just had scenes with Liam and his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Angelus and his sister. 
And if it was just him and his sister, it would have still maybe it would have been wrote. And I would have been at this chair being like, it was sort of I expected everything to happen. But at least we would have had one character being real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead, we yeah, we just got these two men. And then we have uh, Kate daddy being like, oh, my God, being like, if you don't have children, you don't know. And it's like, OK, I don't have children. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> but everyone knows what it's like to be a child. Yeah. So everyone knows what it's like to be hurt by adults who are supposed to take care of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, even if you have the best parents in the world, like no, no parents perfect. So like everyone has had that experience. So when you try to communicate that to someone, being like, oh, you're not a parent. You don't understand. It's like, okay, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you about your daughter who's hurting. I don't really, your feelings are not what we're talking about or yeah. what you tried to do or what you wish you had done. It's not Mm-hmm. Like it's not a judgment, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a heads up. Like, <laughs> yeah, be nice to your daughter. She loves you. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe again, once I have kids, I'll be on old. All... I'll have to. I'll rewatch It'll... the episode, and I'll what? be like, "All right, Jack." No, wait, that's not his name. <laughs> he seems like a Jack. His name is not Jack McNamara. It's Trevor? Is it Trevor? Not Trevor. It is Trevor. Because I remember thinking like <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Trevor's a great name, but like for uh, like dad cop. Maybe they call him Trev. 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 Trey. They probably call him Chief or Sarge or right. Lou or or the last name. The only Mac. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. But I was th- I was thinking Jericho. <laughs> that look you gave me was really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, you get you get the first syllable of your last name sometimes. Nuge. Uh huh. Mm? I get the first syllable of my last name. Moog. Uh huh. Mick G. Sometimes I get. Okay, that's not the first syllable though. <laughs> And yeah, we're going to have to call you that for the rest of your life. <laughs> we'll ask you how the OC is. Right. And... It's going great. <laughs> great. Good to hear. Congratulations on the lethal weapon pilot. Because <laughs> um, I was thinking your question, like, why are we seeing these flashbacks? Mm-hmm. And I think it was all, to, this is my opinion, all to set up that moment when the vampires are eating dad yeah. and Angel can't save him. Because this is, again, maybe his emotion to that event yeah. is, has gone, but Maybe in this minus triggers, oh, I can make up for killing my entire family yes. mm-hmm. by saving this guy and he can't even get in the door. Yeah. yeah. And it also it. like that mirrors, was a pretty good scene. Yeah. And that also mirrors like his own thing because he was somewhere, I guess, or at least like where he was not able to control his body yes. and, and the demon was in control and it killed. And so it's like evil was in control and he's forced to sit there and watch and can't do anything and then he's like man again like this is happening again with uh, whatever the fuck Trevor Trev Mac Trevor Mac Trev, Trev Mac TM did um, you guys notice that the mic fell in the boom mic fell into the frame no <laughs> I love sketching those things yeah it was like about 10 minutes in it's like when they're in the office I was like what the fuck was that like it's just like, <laughs> like for a second just a little bit it's like him and Kate oh, when okay. they're in Kate's office did you guys notice that Kate was like straight up obstructing justice like, yeah she was, she was like, why are you, like, trying to investigate this? Demons are just demons. It's like, just go away. And he's like, okay, but, like, I'm trying to solve this crime. And she's like, just get out of here. Okay, but do demons have rights? Hmm. I don't know. If humans aren't a victim. No, but, I mean, I guess she's not obstructing justice, but she's stopping. I don't get why she's so intent on, like, not helping Angel at that point. I think opening the door to worrying about what the demons are up to beyond saying, ooh, demons bad, is opening herself up to a lot that she doesn't, it's a can of worms she doesn't want to open. She's still pretty freaked out over I mean, the she, whole, she can't the last demon. incident. Yeah. 
I actually, that was endearing to me. Oh, that she couldn't say demon? That she wanted it to be like the evil things. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I just I thought that was charming. Thing. I was like, oh, okay, you're a person. <laughs> I did like when she was just like, I don't know, it just makes me feel weird. Yeah. Like, yeah I did yeah. like that part. Mm-hmm. And that was a good acting And honestly, her. Her, her grief, while it, I know it was on purpose, but it stood so in contrast to the scene with Angel after his family is dead. That, but her, I thought her performance oh, in that. When she was when she, crying. Yeah, over her father's body. I thought it was good acting. She was a great actor there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I cared more about her. Yeah, I would have cried. Like her, her dad, like being involved in like demon drug trafficking. Well, he didn't know it was drugs. He didn't know it was drugs. He I thought know. it was illegal to to car parts. Right, he thought it was car parts <laughs> in little packages. I mean, he knew it was illegal. <laughs> he <laughs> definitely knew about that. Can we also talk about the demon in charge? Oh my god, His that guy. His scene made me laugh. <laughs> yes, I laughed so hard. When he comes out, I was like, what? <laughs> He's so overly mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out, like, on fire. He's so mad. And they're just kind of like, oh, something's like, kind of going on. He's like, what the fucking shit is this? <laughs> I actually wrote down his line. Someone get me an adrenal gland. Yeah. Someone <laughs> get me an adrenal so gland. I enjoyed so him. Um, okay, I wrote... Guys, we watch, I watched three episodes, so mm-hmm. I'm worried that I forgot everything. But at the end, I wrote down, welcome to the club. What was that about? He goes, um, uh, <laughs> it's when Angel's like fighting uh, at the end. Yeah. And he's, uh, the guy's like, you're dead. And he's like, I'm already there. And then he like chops off his head and he's like, welcome to the club. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I didn't remember it, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Um, it was fun to see Darla again. It was fun to get a little more, not necessarily backstory, but just a little more coloring in mm-hmm. what Angel is thinking about as all this stuff is going on. Yes. Yes. And if um, someone done a supercut, I'm sure a fan has strung together all the flashbacks into I'm a sure. coherent movie. Because this fits nicely yeah. right in front of that first scene we see her back in Buffy season one or mm-hmm. two, whatever that is. Yeah, if that hasn't happened, I think you should totally do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then watch it and tell us how it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give anyway any spoilers for new viewers, but this won't be the last flashback no. we see. It's not the last time we see Darla. It's not. Right? No, yeah. and I, I'm so excited to get more of her story because mm-hmm. like she's so interesting and so sad and like yeah. really... Yeah. Awesome. And this is the first time we see a siring, correct? Yeah. From start to finish. Yeah. Well, we, yes, that he, that when you wake up, you are not feeling well and right? you need to feed immediately. See the bite. And, like, and the what death. is happening to him, too, where mm-hmm. he's like, I can hear all their heartbeats and like, yeah. Da-da-da. This made me start thinking, and I guess this is always true. So was he in a coffin? I know. What the hell? He climbs right out of the grave. Well, so here's my question. I mean, or here's my thought, because there is a scene later in Buffy in mm-hmm. which someone claws their way out of a coffin. But that person was definitely in a coffin. That person was in a coffin. But they <laughs> claw not their, a vampire. <laughs> no, yeah. And they claw their way out of their coffin. But then Angel, or, oh, no, maybe that was Spike that says that. Someone, a, a, a vampire says she clawed her way out. She clawed her way out of her coffin because he sees the hands. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he says, like, I've done that. Okay. But that might be Spike saying that. That might be Spike. Actually, you know I what? Mean, it definitely is Spike saying okay. that. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> so they just dumped him in a burlap sack. Or, <laughs> but it, that's kind of how it always looks when someone comes out of a coffin. I know. Right. Which, when you think about it, like, I don't know, man. I don't think vampires are real. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, taken me a lot of episodes, but 
I really there's some there's some logical fallacy. <laughs> that reminds me of um you know when they like during do you guys remember when um in like the 1800s? <laughs> yeah, I'm there, <laughs> girl. Do I remember um when they had like uh, they had to add like bells with little flags attached to them to the insides of coffins that would yes signal like if you were not, not actually really dead. dead. Yes, I had no idea this was a yeah, thing. So yeah. they would, people got buried alive. All the time. Oh my and, god! Yeah. Like, what a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. They would open the coffin. Like they would sometimes be like, "Oh shit, was that person really dead?" And yeah. they'd go because they'd hear weird sounds coming from there. Mm-hmm. And the person would have died of yeah. like asphyxiation. Yeah, because you can't live in a coffin. N- no, no, <laughs> dear God, no. <laughs> so there would be like like claw marks and like blood from the person having tried to get out. So then they were like, "Okay, we'll from now on, we're gonna put a little bell and we're gonna." Like with a little string, and then there's a little flag that, like, if they move the string, the flag will like go like this in the wind. I'm going to research this because this sounds insane. Yeah, no, it's true. It is insane. The frequency. I yeah, think, no, they were like, wow, oopsies. I mean, because it happens. It still happens. Like, if people dig up graves for mm-hmm. you know multitude of reasons, I guess to like there are a lot of things that could, that could drive a person to <laughs> dig up a grave. <laughs> I was thinking more like, I guess if you need to build a shopping mall. So they're like, we gotta move these bodies, but first let's just check inside. <laughs> are cemeteries protected? Because like some, it's because they're not public, or some of them are, and some of them are private. Mm-hmm. So if it's private and it goes into foreclosure, are you allowed to just build a shopping mall on it? You can't. There must be some. There might who, be some, right? Who out there practices like cemetery law? I think you should call us because <laughs> I'm interested. I'm interested too, because. Because there's it's a big pretty... old plot in uh, Boyle Heights that I'm I'm itching to buy. <laughs> Thought you were gonna say you already owned your grave, and I was like, that's you are too young. Stop it. You gotta wait till at least forty. I am not that kooky. That'd be so amazing if I actually incorrect. I can see myself doing that. <laughs> you got a deal, but like it's crazy the idea that anyone could buy a piece of land that they own for eternity. Yeah. You know that no I, one like, else can do anything right? with it. in the way that we treat. You people? know what? I think you can move it because there is the idea, um, and this kind of goes to the law of wills and trusts, mm-hmm. uh, where we don't like basically people. It's like I think it's called the hand beyond the grave. Yeah, which is that like we don't like people that are dead that don't have to experience anything in the world, controlling people that are alive. Oh mm. wait, hold on. So you're saying my dream of making a VHS tape of myself yes. that is delivered to my loved ones upon my death where uh-huh. I give them specific instructions of what to do in order to inherit all of my worldly goods. Right. You're saying that's not going to hold up in court. I think there are certain – okay, so there are certain – like there's like a limit to what you can make people do. Okay. But you can't be like, you can't marry that woman. If you, if you marry if that say, woman, you can't take- You should marry this person for like six months. If you last the six months. You can decide if you want to stay married. There was a case that was similar to that where a uh-huh. person like made someone either marry someone or divorce someone for a period of time. Yeah. You can't do that. It's they're not going to I've read them. a lot of romance novels where shit like that happens. Okay. I'm, I'm, if people <laughs> agree to do it, then they will do it. But if anyone just says like, I don't want to do this. Okay. Then they what about a it. test of wills? Like you guys, you two people, you know, he's a ranch hand who's been handling the farm. <laughs> She's a big city girl who okay. ran away after falling in love with the ranch hand and having a terrible heartbreak. Yeah. I'm the matriarch. Okay. I die. Okay. I say, hey, both of you guys have to stay at the ranch for two years. Whoever outlasts the other person gets the ranch. 
I don't think you can do that. If you don't, I'm going to give it to the mean ranch hand, mean rancher across the street that you guys both hate. So I don't think you can do that. It's a nice setup for a movie, though. Yeah, I think yeah. I've read this book. <laughs> <laughs> the mean ranch hand across the way. Hands there's on al- hips. There's always a mean one. And he's always like more worried about money than ranching. Yes. And he's going to like do something that's not awesome. Like he has a mustache. Okay. But then sometimes in those novels, there's a twist where they really were the virtuous person the whole time. Yeah. They were really looking out for like well, the horses. Or a lot something. of times it turns out that he was in love with the other, the older old lady. Right. And then something went wrong. And then so right. he was, he was mad and then right. like assigned that to money when it like was really, it about was love. really about love. Right. And then he sees how in love good ranch hand and city girl are with each like, other. You know what? You know you what? Know what? Do it. Do and it. He's like, hey, let me be grandkid, granddad to your babies. Because <laughs> it's a lonely life being a ranch hand. And then he I rides away know. on a bicycle. In yeah. my books, <laughs> being a ranch hand, you find love. You've got friends. You've got people to mentor. Um, I feel like, okay, that romanticization of, of like that kind of life yeah. reminds me of, um, I had this cousin who was really into reading these romance novels mm-hmm. that were specifically... An Amish person on Rumspringa. Yeah. <laughs> you like that. Honestly, I like any that are like so specific. And yeah. then if it's like a series of books. And then it was feel- a series that she bought yeah. all of them. So it was like a girl either. Okay. A big city girl. Yes. Meets Amish boy. And it's like, wow, this life is great. But I'm he's like be strangely Amish. sensual. Yeah. No, he's very sensual. It's like weird. Like he. He's been sheltered. Yeah. But he has like this innate animal hunger. Yeah. That you're just like, wow. And he has a sensual mouth. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there are so many sensual mouths. Which, if you think about it, like one of our five senses is taste. Mm-hmm. That's in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So we all have sensual mouths, guys. Oh, sense. Sensual mouths. Because <laughs> all our mouths sense things. We have sensual noses from what? Eyeballs, ears, ears. <laughs> fingers, fingies. Oh my God. Can you imagine? In a romance song. He had sensual fingers. <laughs> Ew. It would be pretty gross. It would be pretty gross. From what I've uh, learned from reading so many Christopher Pike books, uh-huh. um, is that every man has a sensual mouth and yep. dangerous eyes. Okay. That's not every man. Those, no, are, those are just the, just the men. Christopher Pike mysterious men. men. Um, also, I had a really embarrassing thing because I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to order all the books that I need. Yeah. The postman left a basket on my front porch and it was just filled with all the books that I ordered and it was like 30 books. Oh my, oh my God. God. And they were all separately packaged. Really? I don't know why. And it was really embarrassing because I was like, this is all Christopher Pike books and he just left his thing and I just have it on my porch. I don't know what to do. Do you think they're like... Bring it inside. Yeah. I should keep it? Step one. <laughs> Bring it inside your house. Well, I brought all the packages inside but, but you left the basket out? The, yeah, so the it's US like, Postal Service basket. The ones that you're not supposed to keep. Yeah. He just left it because he was like, I can't deal with this woman. <laughs> He's probably like, I have questions. I just... I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. Maybe he thinks you're a book reviewer. Because he doesn't know they're all Christopher Pike books. No, they're all sealed. They could be any kind of book. Mm -hmm. Although I would like to hear the post office person's profile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, This is who I think they are. Yes. What what they're reading this for. Yes. What they eat. Mm -hmm. How they sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what my neighbors think about me. You ever wonder that? Sure. I really only have one like real neighbor. Oh, you've told me about her. Yeah. She's light, but uh, but I do wonder what she thinks of me. Mm-hmm. Once t- she said to me, I know you like music. And I was like, I mean, I'm playing my music too loud. Or sometimes right. I'll just like sing in my house. But I think I'm private. 
One of my my friends used to sing a lot in her house, and as she was leaving, her neighbor would be like, good luck. And she was like, what? Why? Oh, no. No. They thought she was like going on an audition. Yeah, but she would just sing in her house. Yeah, I mean, wait, is that weird? Do you sing? No, I sing in my house all the time. I sing in my car. Okay. But never in my apartment. Do you have a roommate? No. Hmm. I sing in my house a lot and talk to myself. And you have a roommate. But she's never around. Okay. So it's all during the day. So you don't sing when your sister's in the other room? I guess I do, but I mostly, it's just how I fill my time. I don't know. Hmm. Singing little singy songs. There's a, a fellow improviser friend who says every time she, <laughs> hey, I don't know how she sees me driving all the time. Is this someone that we, that she and I Do you know, know? Lori Roggenkamp? I'm, I just no. name check Lori Roggenkamp. Okay. Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori. If you're listening, uh, she says every time she sees me driving, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm singing in my car. Really? Uh it's usually it is it is a way I'll de-stress, especially if I'm going to an improv show. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's exclusively for some reason when the windows are up, I feel like no one can hear me. It's like a soundproof yeah, booth. Totally. It's not not true. It's not not true. But that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. If the windows are down. I'm silent, completely mm. silent. Si- do you play music in silent, or you turn your music off? Windows down, podcasts, lo- reasonable volume. Interesting. Windows up, music full blast, and I'm the lead singer. Huh. Interesting. That's interesting. In the pre-podcast world, I was singing 95 to 97% Mm -hmm. of the time I was in the car. Me too. Like, just singing, just singing, just singing. Mm -hmm. In podcast time, sometimes I'm singing. (laughs) (laughs) Often I'm, sometimes I talk back, or I will, like, pause it and then, like, think about something Mm -hmm. that's been said. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, if I was there, this is what I would say. Mm. And then I... Unpause. Yeah. Especially, yeah. it happens the worst if it's a podcast that it's my friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then I really feel like I should be in the conversation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I really will pause it and be like, yeah, this is what I think of this. Really? Wow. You're such an active listener. You're yeah. a very good active listener. Though. Thank you. No, um, I feel like I'm going to be tested in the next hour. No, I, I feel like I've commented on that for you. You've, yeah. You're really it's good. It's something at that. I, I try to do. So I appreciate that positive feedback. I want to give a quick shout out before we move on to the blue circle delivery guy yes. who was at the very beginning. He had an earring in his ear, which I used to have at that time as well. Oh. <laughs> Did you have a stutter hoop? Both. Oh, depending wait, on switch. the mood. Oh, oh on your... okay. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking double. <laughs> Uh, I thought he looked like Danny McBride. He totally he did. did. I was like Danny McBride. Yep. And last weird thing, uh, blue circle delivery. Uh, this doesn't mean anything. I don't believe in synchronicity. But on my little mailbox uh, in my apartment, there's a little ledge when mail is not supposed to go to you. They put it there. And I saw this the other day. I was like, this is really strange. Kid you not. Take a look at the address there. Isn't that weird? It's a, the name of this envelope is to Blue Circle. Isn't that strange? Yes. No, that's really it's strange. Really strange. Did you take and it? it? No, I, 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 no, I just took a photo of this. Literally, this showed up maybe a day or two ago. Yeah. I really wish that you should have brought that here and we could have we opened, opened it together. It. No. <laughs> this is really weird. It's, I don't know what that means. Are you scared of it? A little bit. Yeah. Or Would you that you just left it? Or someone's like watching me watch Angel, <gasps> so they type up a little letter and send it to me? Yeah, it's a love note. Oh, From who? From your secret admirer. <laughs> watching me through my window watch Angel? God, it's like you've never had a secret admirer before. <laughs> They always type it up, and they definitely use envelopes with two windows. Two windows. (laughs) Oh, jeez. 
Anyway, that's a wrap on Prodigal, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the ring. I okay. I love this fucking episode. I loved this episode. I enjoyed it. I'm eh. He's okay. <gasps> oh, oh my God. My first thing is, I, because I've watched a lot of sci-fi and genre shows, every show I feel does. Yeah. The Fight Club. Like, yes. Gar- so right away, I think I kind of knew that going into, so. I just, I see, the thing was, I knew, you know, like, you're right. Every single sci-fi or horror or whatever, like every type of genre show, yeah, that's a series with like a monster of the week, pretty much always has one where you're like, "Welcome to the Thunderdome." <laughs> and you're like, "What?" Except like they don't say Thunderdome. No, they, they don't, don't say, say the movie Gladiator, which won Oscars. Right? Yeah. Like, there's so many. They don't mm-hmm. say Ben Hur. There's so many references, or it's not Ben Hur. What's the one? Whatever. Spartacus. Yeah. They right. don't say the names. We in the cultural lexicon, this is not new. Right. Mm-hmm. But this show wanted to present it as if, like, as if it were new. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, explain it to me. How do these things work? A yeah. fight to the death? Yeah. People yeah. pay money to watch? I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, we got it. And I have a really weird wet reference. I don't know if either of you even knew this show existed, but it was kind of like based off the Mortal Kombat video game, but it was done on Saturday mornings. It was characters like the Mortal Kombat characters, but not them. They were like fight. They were like fight in this little ring, and then to go backstage and like talk about how they were fighting. So it'd be like <laughs> like cartoon characters. No, they were. It was all live action, and the ring looked exactly like that. Uh, that, that set. Same set. So I was thinking, well, I wonder if it's the same set. But it, <laughs> do they have powers? No, they just like would fight. You know, like combat stuff, and then like well, yeah, like Mortal yeah, Kombat's the one where the guy can pull out your spine. Right. So there was so no no gratuitous violence. <laughs> no. But it was was this just wrestling? No. <laughs> It was, I don't even know why I watched it, but it went for a while. Wait, why, this is a show that you're like, the whole time you're just like, uh, on at best. You're like, I guess they, they fight and then they talk about how they fought. And I watched a lot of the episodes. So. And they fought in costumes. They fought in costumes and they had characters like the Mortal Kombat characters. And they stayed in character. They stayed in character. They'd be backstage like, oh, boy, he hit that, me with that kick today. Cool. Yeah, I think this was aimed squarely at boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't even know that I, I don't even like know they wouldn't existed. let me know. They're yeah. like they're like, hey Ryan, save my bells on another channel. Yeah, it would be <laughs> like a, <laughs> you, this is not for you. It would be like if they said we want to do a Mortal Kombat TV show, but we can't do all the violent stuff. So can is there a way we can do the off brand version of Mortal Kombat without yeah. the violence? That's so like literally what this fighter. was. It'd be like Street Fighter, but not on a st- in a cage. In this, it looked in exactly like this arena. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Would you have gone if it was live? When you were a kid? No. Like, have you been to wrestling? I don't think I was a kid either when this was... Wait, oh. oh my god. Okay, well then, Chris, I feel even Wait, Chris, was this bad. like two weeks ago? <laughs> Is this on you're right like, now? You're like, this show, um, I'm having a little trouble remembering it. <laughs> it might have been out when I was, it was during college. It's possible. It's possible. I will try to... <laughs> watching this show? I don't know. I don't you know. You didn't even like it. <laughs> I did that a lot. <laughs> I used to do that too. I used to do that for the show. This is so embarrassing that I used to watch this. Although I feel like maybe Ryan might have watched this. Uh-oh. Did you ever watch City Guys? See at T Y. You can see what these guys started. Sweet City Guys. Roll with the City Guys. I might know this show. Roll with the City Guys. It was amazing. It was, it, was a, it was essentially Saved by the Bell in the city. It was like okay. urban. Oh, right. so they had actual black people on it. They had, right. oh, that's they, a, okay, sorry. That sounded had, like I was saying Lisa Turtle is not an actual black person. I don't yeah. mean that. But it was not so, like, the world of Saved by the Bell 
yeah. is very white, mm-hmm. dominant culture world. Mm-hmm. The world of City Guys was like if white dominant culture wanted to do a show about urban youth. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. And they had like uh like I think it was like two black dudes, a uh-huh. like Filipino dude, yes. and then a white man. Oh, that two had... white chicks. Oh right. Oh, two white girls. There was a blonde one and an auburn haired one. Yeah. Yeah. And and the, and the, the blonde one was kind of dumb. Yeah. The auburn haired one was like a uh, high achiever. Mm-hmm. And but she dated the like little uh the little guy. I don't remember. I think the oh, Filipino guy. Like, yeah. Because she was like really tall and he was really short. I yeah. feel like that was part of the joke. And <laughs> yes. And um, those like uh, the like wardrobe, the most prevalent item of clothing was like an oversized plaid shirt with like the short sleeve, but the mm-hmm. sleeve went down to the elbows. Like yes. Guy Fieri's yeah. shirts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because it was because the plot of it was rich white boy. Right. For some reason, his parents get divorced, and instead of going to prep school, he has to go to a public school in New York City. Mm. So, so he, so he, first things first, he parts his hair down the middle, long, long, right, <laughs> like like an open book on the top of your head. Yeah, it's very like it. He has like I don't know if this means any of you guys, Eric Matthews hair. I don't know that. No, no, oh, okay, yeah. that was a Boy Meets World Corey's mm. older brother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, but it is, that was a look. It was a very Center part. Yep. I wanted that look for yeah. about a year. Couldn't pull yeah. it off. Do you yeah. have straight hair? Uh, Yeah, it's straight. It's just very thin. Okay. So there's not a lot I can you, do. Right now you've got a quaff. Yeah. yeah. It's kind so of quaff. So I would say like right now it seems like your hair is wavy. It's yes, an accidental quaff. It does look like quaff. it's wavy. I, I don't really want this hair. What do you, you want? What's your hair? dream hair? Do I you don't know. Hair? I don't know. Have hmm. you tried different things? I do. I'll, I'll go to the uh, barber shop or hair place. And usually I just go, just trim it and see what they do. Mm. I, I want them to be artists. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but then I get into a pattern where I they did, one person did one thing. So now when I go, they just kind of trim it. <laughs> it's very stressful for me to go. Get yeah. I think your hair in the time that I've known you, which yeah. is not that long, just a year mm-hmm. and some change. Right. You've had good hair. Well, thank you. And you've always had good hair. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You have nice hair. Uh, so- it's stressful. Yeah, I recognize. I see the stress. I see the stress in your body language right now. I hear how you're talking uh, about you it. You are sweating profusely. <laughs> I guess I want to tell you that whatever's going on inside is not reflected in your hair. Well, thank you. Yeah, your hair, your hair exists. You separate. look like a person so, who figured out their hair. Honestly, oh really? Honestly, yeah, that's it surprising looks like to hear. You're like, this is my look. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy you look this look. both like clean, but also like kind of like kind of fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> like a fun guy. I've, yeah. I've heard. Uh, the adjective clean before prescribed to me, and I'm not quite sure how to receive clean. Like, not dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No, you don't have, you don't have like, uh, an no. Eric Balfour. No, there, okay, there you there go. There are certain people, when you meet them, you're like, you aren't dirty. But do you mean that in a literal no, sense? Like, or do you mean yeah, like, like, could be both. like sexy sleazy kind of dirty? Actually just, you don't read sleazy at all. No, and also there could be like an actual... Like this a, is maybe you don't shower. Yes, like there are people where you're like you don't smell like bo, but you smell like like cheese or something, <laughs> like something bad. You, you are not clean. <laughs> no, you're not clean. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and I know they were demons, but I would say almost everyone but Angel in there was dirty. Oh, oh, for they the were ring? All dirty. Oh, they probably yeah. smelled terrible. Even in if that they ring. took a shower, no, they'd be dirty. They were dirty. They were dirty. Right. Whereas Angel can't really get dirty. 
No, he's he's always clean. he's pristine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't realize even that. Even when he has blood on his shirt, even when he has like little like perfect little patches of dirt on his face. <laughs> so what we're saying is, you're a David Boreanaz. You're a David Boreanaz. Uh, all right, uh, I'll take so it. Listeners, when you're picturing Chris, yes. <laughs> but those demons, especially that like squirrely little guy. Oh, I was like, man, that poor guy. Listen, you did me one earlier. His left eye is fucked up. It's down his left. This is kind of like, uh, uh, what was it? It was kind of like the mashup of the Fight Club kind of yeah. gladiators mm-hmm. thing. Then there's this prison movie kind of thing going yeah, through, there's right? There's also like a slavery thing. There's a slavery there's thing. There's like a 12 mm-hmm. Years a Slave element. Mm-hmm. There's also a big Lebowski element to this. Oh, interesting. Where? Yeah. Well, I we have a, the I'm finger. A- uh-huh. Ruse, yeah. and then we have the reversal double cross, which I forgot about that that uh, twist. Yeah, that yeah. he's actually it was a setup. It was do we a know where the finger came from? Just like we the never, Big Lebowski, just, we never they know. Just, like, no, you do. We know do know. It's <laughs> Chris. Stop trying. Stop trying to trip me up. <laughs> I'm a fan of the movie. I know where that pinky toe is from. That's a good question. Then where where is the pinky toe? Come from finger. here. Yeah, the finger. We don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe I wish we could have just seen someone with a bandage at some point. That would be so funny. Just an extra walking by. You know, maybe it's like, like, ah! like, like really making sure we see him. Or we could have like people eating at a diner and then just like a pan to like the bandage. <laughs> That's what it is in Big Lebowski. Um, yeah. Okay. So also you should not drink wheatgrass in a 20 ounce cup. Uh, That's you will... too much wheatgrass. The other day. You will die. No. Yeah. I. Okay. So the other day I um, had eaten super, super unhealthily the day before. Mm. I was like, I'm going to be so healthy in the next day so i wake up i guzzle down like a big thing of iced coffee okay then i guzzle down a green smoothie and then i guzzle down a wheatgrass shot Oof! and then i'm just sitting on my couch and all of a sudden i'm like (laughs) my goodness and i run into the bathroom and barf but my barf was cold because it went smoothie (laughs) it's a fresh barf why did you share that with us as i was barfing i was like i hate this but also it's cold this podcast is where this story fits. I love it. I've never burped something cold before. I it was because it was still smoothie-ish. Yeah, I've never had like frozen bits, but I've drunk a like when I get uh, migraines, I can't keep anything down. So if I drink like a cold glass of water, mm-hmm. sometimes it's only been down. It'll go down for like a yeah, minute. it wasn't so it's frozen. Still cool. It was, but just, I've never had icy bits. I can't imagine. Oh there God. weren't icy. I don't know if it was icy, but it definitely like as it was coming. I don't yeah. know. I was like, this is colder than my mouth is. Yeah, because right your mouth is like probably in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, probably in the 90s. Uh, in the 90s. Yeah. Low 90s. <laughs> Low 90s and cold 90 degrees. I felt colder. Mm. Um, oh, God. Sorry, that's the next episode. Uh, um, okay. We got to talk about some things, though, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff <laughs> is the how do you like them apples guy. Yes. Did I re- you know this? Did yes. You know, what, how do you like the Marvels guy? The guy with the hair, the blonde hair and the ponytail? Are you familiar with a film called Good Will Hunting? Oh, I've never seen that movie. <gasps> you need to see that. <laughs> okay. But I, I looked on his IMDb. Your face IMD- is twitching. You're mad. <laughs> I looked I've never his- seen it. This is like What his- were you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I was just busy living my life. <laughs> it's not your fault. I'll see it. Oh, they know. This is like some <laughs> reference to the fucking movie. Okay, but you've heard, if you not heard of the scene either? No. Okay, what? so. Apples. Okay, so in the movie, Isn't Matt that a Damon janitor? is, yeah, right. he's a janitor genius at Harvard. He's not at Harvard. He's a janitor, janitor at Harvard, but right. he's also genius. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he starts dating this cute girl from Harvard, and they're mm-hmm. at a bar Mini talking. Driver. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this asshole with a ponytail comes up to them and is like, 
starts to kind of challenge, uh, tries to put Matt Damon down. And like, they start talking philosophy. Mm-hmm. There was a time where I knew all of these lines, but I don't anymore. But it's like, he's just talking philosophy and like challenging Matt Damon. And Matt Damon's like, well, no, like, this is philosophy. Like, yeah. I know, like, these, like, he starts talking back to him. And the guy's like, oh. And somehow the guy wins in that conversation. I can't Right, yeah, yeah. And then like, he's like, or maybe Mini Driver goes and talks to it. I think guy. so. I think so. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so at the end of the so guy steals away Mini Driver, but Mini Driver's like she has a good heart. She knows this guy's an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end, Matt Damon gets Mini Driver's numbers number, and so <laughs> do you want to be Matt Damon? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so this is outside, right? He's outside so, yeah, on the glass. Then, yeah. And he's like. So there, they see a ponytail guy that from yeah. from this episode. Okay. He's in the little cafeteria or a cafe yeah. late at night after a night of boozing. Mm-hmm. And Matt Damon goes up to the window with a sheet of paper with uh-huh. a phone number on his hand. And he goes, "You like apples?" Puts it against the window. How you like them apples? He's like, "I got her number. How you like them apples?" Right. Oh, so it's like a thing. <clears throat> So thing. did he look very similar in Goodwill Hunting? To he may have shot out. this the week. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> did he walk from like one set to yeah. the other? Because he even has know. a little spit of hair that falls <laughs> over his eyes. In He's cool. the same. Okay, and I have to share something with you guys. Um, I feel like it's funnier if I give it to Chris to read because <laughs> he has context. <laughs> this I have no context. Is part of because I looked at his IMDb. I found out he's uh, Dean Winters. This is his brother. Okay. Winters was on Rescue Me mm-hmm. and Law and Order SVU. Okay. He's done other he's uh you know there's that guy in the Allstate commercials who like gets hit by the car and he's like, I'm a teenage girl. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Guy. Mm-hmm. he's that guy. Oh. I have a little bit of a crush on him. Yeah. So I was reading Scott Winters Wikipedia mm-hmm. and this is a paragraph in it. It's very long. We can cut it later if you want, but this is what it says in this. Am Wikipedia. I reading this as a voice or be Wikipedia? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is so strange. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture because I don't know if it'll still be there. Scott Winters wants everyone on Earth to be Irish ancestry wise <laughs> since it is a fetish he has, and he tries to force people who aren't Irish to become Irish by injecting random people on the street against their will when they aren't looking every day with St. Patrick's Day themed beer in the back of their necks. Winters escape being beat. I'm reading this as is, by the way. Winters escapes. Being beat up or arrested for this by making a fast getaway each and every time on a hot air balloon, which gets Winters out of harm's way each and every time he does this. He has been injecting around 40 people a day against their will with St. Patrick's Day themed beer for about 200 days a year since 1999. Not everyone who has been thusly injected has become Irish. Winters has gotten some black eyes and restraining orders against him for doing this. That is what? amazing. <laughs> this is just, it is like a <laughs> Listeners, please check. I had a friend, uh, <laughs> I won't name her, but she she did go on Wikipedia and briefly changed Matthew Perry's uh, Wikipedia entry uh-huh. to say he uh, also goes by the nickname Magoogs and does improv in Los Angeles. <gasps> oh and like 30 seconds later, yeah, someone course. changed it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's but it was delightful. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> 200 days out of the year since 1999 he's he injecting off, he's injecting beer, beer into the back, back of, of their necks to make them Irish to make them because it's his fetish against their will <laughs> so weird oh. each and every time each and every time uh, but yeah so I just had to share that with you guys it's wow. very good that is 
Oh, I will say, okay, so sometimes Angel's kind of a dork, right? Yes. Yeah. And sometimes he plays up his little noir things, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I loved the <gasps> lighter money move that he did early in this episode, where it looks like he's about to give the guy with the cigarette a light. Sure. And he gives and him he the gives money. money. I loved oh, that. Like, I want to use it. I don't know when it's going to happen, because no one smokes anymore. I know. I, now, know. that's a cool move. But then, what the other guy does, is that silly? Where he like leans in with his cigarette and like it tries takes... to touch it. I was wondering if he thought he was being watched. Oh, what you make that much more yeah, reasonable I, now? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get it either. I was like, okay, yeah, like, you I don't thought have he was like someone's going. watching, and for, so from a distance, it would look like he was getting a light, mm-hmm. which is from a fat lighter. Like well, from, from a, a distance, because you yeah, also you wouldn't see tell. the light. Yeah. Right. Your explanation makes that so okay. much better. Yeah, I was just like, he's just extending this. Okay. Like you're doing a bit. Yeah, I was like, now you're doing a bit. He, and now I don't want to give you the money anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's he's the I guy who eat, drinks 20 ounces of wheatgrass, guys. Yeah. He's a psychopath. He's a psycho. <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not getting... clean either. He thinks no, he's he looks dirty. clean, but he is but dirty. But he's dirty. Mm-hmm. He's dirty. Because he definitely showered that day. But he but was dirty, dirty the instant he walked out of that <laughs> yeah. shower. He was dirty. He was dirty the instant he got walked out of his mom. <laughs> like, he was born dirty. <laughs> yeah, there are people that are born dirty. Walked out of his mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me a light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor hands him a, a little a fifty. Yeah, a fifty. Wait, is that wait? So I was confused by that. It was two hundred dollars that he had folded up. We found that out later, but yeah, it looked like a five. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Well, maybe it's one of those things where you wrap the five in the hundred. So he, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, why you would do that? But. So he's like, he he paid me two hundred and five dollars. <laughs> two hundred for the information. Five is five, a tip. Five is yeah. a tip. Yeah. Now, to jump ahead, but continue yes, with this dirty guy, mm-hmm. Wes, then Wesley later confronts the same yes. gang. Did it feel a little too soon? Not to be yeah. spoilery there, but uh, Wesley being kind of tough? I mean, I know we know he's a good shot. That well, was... he came to town as a re- rogue demon hunter. Right. So he came to town theoretically having had some adventures that okay. we haven't seen. Okay. I'll give you that. So I felt yeah. like we were seeing something that we hadn't seen before. It's also interesting that because he's been a doofus with everyone else, he's by himself. So, so maybe is it's he other hiding, people. Yeah, or other oh. people inhibiting his ability, or is he hiding his true badass from these people? Oh. I don't know if it's he's intent. What I would have loved, and I think this would have like made things make more sense, is like after that scene when he's like shooting, and if he's just like like, like surprised, like yeah. that like he sweating. was able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been fun. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's hiding it or if. I feel like people make him nervous and he yeah. can't. Yeah, he performs better alone. Yeah, because he, I think, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. Or is he starstruck a little bit with Angel and yeah. maybe there's still a little bit of feeling for Cordy? There's, it's interesting because I don't remember there being tension on the show, but there, as their friendship develops, there is like a friendship chemistry. Mm-hmm. I like their friendship chemistry. Yeah. They're not indifferent to one another. Okay, though, we have to talk about, and this is one of my pet peeves. Happens on Buffy. It happens on this show. Why do Whedon shows want to make it like librarians and people who care about research hate computers? Yes, computers yeah, I, are just mm. another way to store even more information. Mm-hmm. Yes, better. Like when he's like talking about. I mean, yes, it's called demons, demons, demons. So maybe it's the quality of the source, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's not what he's saying. He's saying using a computer versus using a book. A book is always better. What? No librarians actually think that. I like, know book fetishists think that. Like that's. Yeah. It frustrates me. No, I hate that trope. 
I also, it reminds me of, but people actually did like feel weird about technology. Mm -hmm. Because I remember there was this episode of um, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, the competitive game show in which children competed. They had this one segment where they were like, what's faster? (laughs) Like this kid having to look through encyclopedias or this kid on a computer? And they'd be like, find this. And of course, the kid on the computer would find it. Of course. Like so much faster. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I understand, and I'm sure there is a backlash, especially in this, like, Wikipedia world of, like, quality of sources, because that's important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just because something's on the computer doesn't mean it's a quality source. Mm -hmm. But that's not the argument that Wesley is making Mm -hmm. in this episode. He's just saying it's faster and better information. Right. More accurate, right? But it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it was a trope, especially around this time in TV, Mm because I remember... That all, again, yeah. is something that came up on a lot of TV shows. Like, yes. books are better. Yeah. No, internet's better. We're just yeah. learning how to use email. We're using CompuServe and Prodigy. Yeah. Prodigy? Prodigy. Prodigy? I was a Prodigy girl for a little while. Yeah, it, it's such a like dated thing mm-hmm. to include because it also, because technology has improved so quickly in such a mm-hmm. short period of time, that I feel like that period of time was like a year max in which people were even thinking that. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I don't even know just months. That librarians. No, librarians I know he's didn't. not a librarian, but I don't know that anyone who really values research was ever thinking that. I think they were only excited about the ability to access more knowledge and more information faster. Right. Yeah. Like the idea of being a Luddite and also thinking that knowledge is important, like those are antithetical. Mm-hmm. I, I, and maybe it's like I just didn't know those people personally. I just feel like I've never encountered them in person and I encounter them on television or in the television of this time period all the time. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever encountered a person like that in real life. Do you think it's possible to, to again, give yeah. the show credit maybe where it's not due, is that mm-hmm. they're trying to show a Wesley who's stuck in a Watcher's Council origin. Yeah. What we might see uh, an evolution from that Watcher's Council Wesley. Because this is starting yeah. at a place of sure. books, watch a console. And Cordelia is right. right. She does find it faster. Mm-hmm. She uses it to do, she has a little search engine mm-hmm. thing. Right. So like, it turns out that Cordelia is right. Right. It's just, it's hard to you know give what? Wesley props. I think actually, you know what? I have met people like that. Okay. And they're people like my mother mm-hmm. who are like these people of a generation where they just don't trust mm-hmm. the internet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, but again, right, we're talking about quality of source, not mm-hmm. necessarily how quickly you can get it and whatever. But my mom, she's like, so she's telling me, first she's like, um, I want to go on this trip to Vietnam. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And she's like, all right, I'm going to like book like a tour and like do this whole thing. And she was going to bring me. And I was like, I don't know if we go, I'd prefer not to go on like a tour that lasts the entire time. I like mm-hmm. to do what I want to do on my own time, yeah. whatever. And she's like, but how will you know what to see? And I was like, the internet? And she was like, what? No, you have to ask the tour, the tour people they know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. And then she goes, okay, well, I'm going to set up the trip. I'm going to call the travel agent. And I was like, what? I was like, you use a travel agent? And she's like, yeah. How else am I supposed to? And I was like, the internet. Mm-hmm. You just. This was in 2001. This was yeah, uh, last weekend. And I was like, uh, I was like, just go online and search for it. And she's like, well, no, because they know how to find it better. And I was like, no, they don't. No, you can just and you have to pay them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, D- don't do this. Don't. I mean, I guess I'm happy for that travel agent who has one customer left. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> my mom does the same thing. So 
Two customers. Yeah. yeah. Two customers. <laughs> my mom doesn't do that. My mom is very, but is, she's in many ways a forward thinking woman. Mm-hmm. She sometimes listens. Hi, mom. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but she is, and she would admit this, is very, uh, she, social media is her trip up. She mm-hmm. thinks some things should just be private. She thinks mm-hmm. if you take a picture of someone, you should get permission from every person in that picture, <laughs> verbal or it. written permission before you post it onto any social media. Whoa. Like for, I think it was my grandmother's birthday. My grandma's not on Facebook, but it was a couple years ago for my grandmother's birthday. One of like her, one of her daughter-in-laws posted a picture of her and was like, I love my mother-in-law, whatever. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like mad. Yeah. Like wow. you didn't get permission from. I think my mom would get mad about that too. But it's, and that's mm-hmm. so, and that's a conversation like we kind of not argue about. Now I just know I will always ask her before posting a picture mm-hmm. of her. But it's also, we're just, there's a gulf between us because mm-hmm. we don't see each other's side. Mm-hmm. Like I can intellectually understand what she's saying, but also that's just not, that's not the world we live in. That's not the world mm-hmm. we live in. Yeah. Like you don't get to control your image. Yeah. You don't. No, yeah. you yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you live in, we live in this world now where privacy is almost non-existent. Yep. Um, and that's just, and, and we instead tailor our behavior for that. Yeah. Whereas like, there's no going back to a yeah. time. And even, and she's like, if you put it on the internet, it's like, would you want it on the front page of the New York Times? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Party right. held over the weekend. Yeah. Headline news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, this is a brief, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, I saw this article and the comments were like so hilarious to me, but also like upsetting. Mm-hmm. So there's this woman that posted this thing or her kid has like a peanut allergy. Okay. And she's like, Oh, like some people have started putting out these like teal pumpkins mm-hmm. to indicate to families that like, hey, we have stuff that doesn't have peanuts in it. Oh, that's nice. Which is a nice thing. Sure. I think that's super nice. Yeah. And like, so they'll have like glow sticks or whatever. Like they'll have yeah. anything because a lot of candy co- does come into contact with peanuts. Yeah. And so she was like, it was, just, it's just nice to see that people are thinking about my kid. Like mm-hmm. that's a nice thing. Sure. And all these people start commenting like, when I was a kid. You you just got what you got, and you just the world shouldn't have to pander to you, to your kid. Like you need it's the parents' responsibility to teach the kid how to be safe, not the world's. And it's like trust that this kid is going to experience all of that shit yeah. in every other aspect of their lives. Like, mm-hmm. and no one's making you put a fucking no. tail pumpkin on your porch. Like, right. it's just saying like, hey, this is a nice thing. Yeah, and it's making a kid who otherwise probably wouldn't get to trick or treat. Exactly. Or if he did, would have to collect a bunch of candy and not keep any of it. Yeah. It's giving him something nice. Yeah. Like it's all it is is enabling kids to have a safe night. Yeah. It's not asking anyone to do anything. It's not asking anyone to do anything. And so this person like commented a really thoughtful comment where yeah. they're like, just to be clear, no one's making you put a teal pumpkin out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just that this kid gets to get a treat. Yeah, it's a voluntary thing that yeah. the community around this kid was willing to do yeah. for him. And and she's like, if you don't want to support it, you see a teal pumpkin, don't go to that house. <laughs> there you go. Like, you, no one's making you go to this house. Like, no one's making you no. deal with this. Like, no one, honestly, all of trick-or-treating, no one's making anyone do nope. anything. 100% voluntary. Yeah. Just the whole process. Out. Just opt right out. <laughs> yeah. If you're not into it, if you don't want to give out candy, just don't do it. Well, yeah, and she and and the, and and the person that commented too, she was like, or that commented back was like, like people understand when people turn off all their lights. Yeah, like that's a signal that says like don't come here. Right. No one's making them give out candy, and no one. On, I mean, maybe someone is. I I'm not mad at that person. When no. I was a kid, I wasn't. No. When I see we, it now, you're just like, oh, let's just not go. When there. I go trick or treating now, and I see it, I'm like, fine. Yeah, it's like guess. a time saving technique, right? Oh, 
Yeah, we're on the next one. Exactly. Yeah. We got, no one got wants, an hour. Yeah, no one wants to knock on a door of a person who doesn't want to give them candy. It's very, it's very scary. It's really scary. <laughs> oh my god! Have you? I remember that would happen like probably once a night. Yes. Where and the person would just be confused. Yeah. Right. What? Yeah, and they just be like, I don't. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh. Like, what day is it? And you're like, how do you know it's not Halloween? <laughs> I'm wearing a ghost costume. <laughs> Look, I'm the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Which I was one year. I do not oh. doubt that for a second. Oh God, I, that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> I don't all. know why that doesn't surprise you. Are but... you joking? Are you joking? I had the half mask, had a cape. Oh, you must have been so cute. <laughs> you didn't do the face under the mask, did you? No, no. It was just a little mask okay. I wore on my face. I just thought... I th- the like I, burn, yeah. Thing. I there probably was, wanted that, but yeah. I, was gonna say, so <laughs> I feel like if you did that this year, I think you would do oh, it. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, so when you do it, this yeah, year. of course, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think of like what other costumes you might have been wearing. Let's see if you can guess what kind yeah. of costumes. Can I tell you my most proud one, which you'll never guess? Okay, sure. Uh, I couldn't find a costume. This is when I was living on the north side of Chicago, right mm-hmm. after college. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find a costume, so I bought two, and I was going to combine them, and I didn't know what I was going to find, so I found. A SWAT team outfit mm-hmm. and a wolf outfit. Mm-hmm. So I was werewolf SWAT team guy. <laughs> You're right. So Never I changed. Guess. So I put like I put like werewolf in the SWAT in the back. Like mm-hmm. I spelled oh out God. something S werewolf A T. I thought it was pretty, oh, that's was, cute. That's really great. <laughs> that's a cute one. That's pretty great. Huh? I don't know. I Phantom of the Opera. I feel like is so. That, oh God. But no one else in my class. I mean, I did this when I was like. No, Nine I feel ten. like all the other kids were just like, "When is that?" Easy, yeah. <laughs> what are you? And you're, and you're like, "The Phantom of the Opera is here." Yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Oh, I'm so glad you asked." <laughs> A companyist. There comes down. Swing. <laughs> right. I am your <laughs> of music. Uh, Sing. <laughs> <laughs> just blank faces. Yeah. No, no I'm not getting it. Get it. No. Not getting it. <laughs> So cute. I really am trying to think. You're trying to guess? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're too old to have been Harry Potter, but I feel like that you would have been. I would have been Harry Potter. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. But I was too but old. Too old. Yeah. I mean, you could do it to, ne- to this this month if you want. I could be, uh, I've always wanted, maybe be like a Malfoy or like a, be like one of the adults in Harry Potter. Maybe oh. like Sirius Black or something. Can you say Malfoy? I only have one Malfoy in sure. my heart. And it <laughs> that was baby boy a- Draco. And then, and then when you said adult, I was like, Cursed child, no. Not that, yeah, you should be grown up, Harry Potter. Okay, like Ministry of Magic. You know what like they're Harry Potter. You know what they're doing at Nerdist that everyone should come to. Plug. Um, is uh they're gonna do a I I don't know if I gave this to you guys in the notes. Um, you know how they did the house team mashup? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna do house team monster mashup where on Halloween where the house team members come mm-hmm. and you dress up. Oh, and nice. then they switch us up and make new. That might have been in the thing. That sounds really fun. Yeah, that sounds super fun. And then we do the character we, as our costume, right? Yeah. Do you have to be a monster? You can be. You anything. can dress up as anything you want. Because I think I'm going to be a circus animal cracker. Oh, cute! Like I'm going to wear pink and I have little. <gasps> oh, like, that's good. That's so cute. That's my plan. That's mm-hmm. so cool. What a uh, unique idea! And I will care. Oh, someone else has done it on the internet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so good? I'm not the first person to ever do it. Are you going to put like, little gumballs on you? Yeah, I'm going to either, and then I'm going to carry. The crackers, yeah, to feed. People. Oh yeah, nice. Cute. And eat myself if those are good. Yeah, love. Well, those. I have a pink dress I could do, and like, but I'm like, do I want to destroy a dress? Also, or I could buy a fleece onesie. Wow, nice. you're gonna be really hot because I, I feel know. like it's gonna be hot. This right. Fall. 
Okay, I'll figure it out. Yeah. What are you going to be? Uh, would it be not nice to be an improviser for Halloween? Who is it? Just like the generic so wear, the stereotype. Uh, Converse. Converse. Flannel. Glasses. Uh, Glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graphic pop, tea underneath the flannel. All pop references all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a little I maybe th- ironic detention. I think that if you do that, people are just going to accuse you of not dressing up because you will be at an improv show. Right. So. Right. But that joke, but I'll laugh when I drive You'll home. Laugh. I'm like, You'll be like, that was good. <laughs> High five yourself. I don't know what I'm going to be this year. Last year I was Audrey Horn. Yeah. This year, I don't know. Hmm. You could be Lila. 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 I forgot when I saw her. I'm like, gosh, where do I know her from? And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's how I know her. That's how I know her. <laughs> She's a character on a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. A character on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, a show. A, a show. show. Um, we didn't. I feel like she is playing a femme fatale in a way that this show hasn't really played with that much mm-hmm. for being one of the main tropes of noir. Yeah. Sure. Um, her, her offer to Angel, you know, she's definitely like, uh, she's kind of like chaotic neutral, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she, she just wants, she's like, all right, let's figure it out. What's best for everybody. Yeah. I'll get what I want. You get what you want. Maybe we make out because she's pouring it on. She she's is. pouring it on. She's it- great. And yeah. would you say Wolfram and Hart might be chaotic neutral? Yeah. 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 Though I don't think that's how Angel sees them right now. Of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's an interesting, it's interesting setup. And maybe we, we'll see her again someday. That would be nice if we did. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, otherwise <laughs> your Halloween costume would be so niche. Maybe I could be Lila. I could be Lila for Halloween. No one would get, maybe no one would you get two it. would get you it. get it. I think you'd better to be the Angel for Halloween. <gasps> I feel like everyone's angel. What do you mean everyone? <laughs> Have you ever been to a party where someone was angel? No. I've never been to a party where someone's angel. How could that not be? Uh, yeah, I guess that's I true. think you should do it. I think you would make Dustin so jealous. <laughs> yes, because we have told Dustin that he reminds us of angel. But but now we're telling you. But to now we're telling following. you to, to do it. So I think you show up. All I need is a big coat. You need like a, really? Like a big coat. Yeah. I what see. kind of shoes do you wear usually? I mean, I have boots. I, I usually have gym shoes, sneakers. Yeah. I, uh, but I have boots. You mean he wears right. boots, right? Yeah, he wears boots. Yeah. Does he wear leather pants? Sometimes. Sometimes he wears More when he's Angelus. I think you could do jeans, but I think black Angelus, you mean? Yeah. He was wearing like slacks in this episode. I was (laughs) like, what's going on with those slacks? He's fighting. He's fighting. (laughs) He's wearing those like yoga office pants. (laughs) You know those commercials? I keep getting them. Um, I wonder what it says about your searches. (laughs) Yoga office pants. Uh Then I'm like looking for comfortable clothes. Um... Oh, I was laughing so hard in that scene in, in Angel's first fight scene mm-hmm. when that guy's just like fighting up a storm all around yeah. him. He's like punching, kicking all yeah. over the place, and Angel's just like, Ugh. okay, can we talk? All right, I didn't think about it until they gave us the wooden stakes in the second fight. What the fuck did they think that guy was going to do with a knife? Just like to a slowly soft Angel's head. <laughs> <laughs> He's a vampire. We know, like. Yeah. That was weak sauce. Yeah, that was. Stupid. Or maybe maybe I was supposed to think it was weak sauce because yeah. th- it felt like in the scene when they're like they're up against each other and then you know the knife went into someone and they're making the faces like you're just like who got stabbed? Sure. But if Angel got stabbed, who cares? Yeah, I just be like okay, well pull it out and pull then it out stab and stab him. the other guy. Well, if I was uh, uh, God Apple's guy, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I think they're trying to put on a show, not to defend right. them. So like more yeah. blood because that's why I think they dropped the stakes in. Like in a quote round two, yeah, because they yeah. want everyone to be like, yeah, 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 yeah go, 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 go. But they could have done yeah. an axe, like something that actually chops that off would a head. chop off a head, <laughs> not like a crocodile Dundee knife, but Ooh, he, or like a flame, like a ooh, 
or a like torch. a torch or uh, the thing with like the, <laughs> the there's like a stick yeah and then a chain and then a ball that's on fire oh, oh. now here's an interesting question you just made me think of does everyone going to that event a know he's a vampire because he didn't vamp out in that that fight that first mm-hmm. fight he did at the very end very end b do people know who angel is so they said he had a, a cheesy little marquee do they go oh angel the vampire with the soul. I think they. St- I don't know that they say vampire with the soul, but they do. St- at least in the second intro, I thought they did in the first two intros they seem too. To know. They say like coming from in the right corner, your first combatant, angel, vampire. Yeah, they did. Uh, the vampire angel. So people yeah. are starting to know. I don't think they know he has a soul, right? But I don't I, know that they care. Yeah. No. They don't care about anyone's personal lives. True. They just want to see him die. Yeah. But do you think this might? Not not that this affects the show, but in my head canon, in my uh-huh. now people are aware of this char- this person named Angel in L.A. who's a vampire. That's like as true. a as I mean, a as thing they were in the walking city. out as three best friends, <laughs> right? They, I mean, now he's on their radar, right? But then maybe there's like, it, do you think that'd be cool if there are some like underwater uh, underground alliances now, like mm-hmm. between him and like those specific demons? Because it's like we were yeah. in this together, man. Like. I wrote that down. I thought, yeah. how cool would it be? Yeah. Sorry, people who haven't watched the show. Well, demons don't come back, I don't think. No, I don't think they do. Wouldn't I it be mean, cool if he had like a, a demon gang they can call up and yeah. help him out? Yeah. I feel like not killing him was their good deed to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't They're know like, if we're they square. feel like they owe Angel anything. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. Ugh. Um, not killing him was there. Oh, I wrote um, down Jerry Springer reference. There was a Jerry, Springer, was Jerry reference. Springer reference, which in five years may not mean anything. Although For now, yeah, like if someone watches this in twenty twenty five, they'd be like, "Who's Jerry?" Springer? I think people know because, like, we know like the Bob Newhart show, and like that show's on. Here's on. the thing: there will be so many references in these that are so nineties centric, right? That I don't. Whoever's watching this is going to feel like what they're watching the Dick Van Dyke show or Bob Newhart. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, they might have to look it up in their Google chip or whatever. They'll that's just like blink. They'll like blink th- extra long. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Because you got to oh, spell funny. out Jerry. Yeah. The thing about the Irish people in the, <laughs> in the Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's really sweet and sad that Cordelia keeps a piece of hair from her horse. On her oh, wrist. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so sad. She didn't have to go find that no. in a closet. No, she wears her lost wealth on her wrist yeah. at all times. That's sad. There was a few little deus ex machina. Oh, wait, right? are you saying that that was narrative uh, <laughs> ease? Convenience, yeah, right? Convenience. <laughs> oh, my God. The part that I laughed really hard at was, mm-hmm. um, so at the end when McNamara is like, like thrown into the pit. Yeah. And then that guy like sticks the thing on his wrist and throws yeah. him through. It's pretty cool. I laughed so hard when Wesley and Cordelia are like, oh, like the <laughs> it dust gets like, gets all over their faces. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I also, why did Cordelia wear open-toed shoes to that event? Honestly. Get a honestly, pump. A covered pump. Come on. Covered, like, you don't want any, what nastiness is there? So much. So much. At least she's in the field, which I'm glad to yes. see yes. the show is starting to let her, yes. or the team, I guess, would yeah. be letting her go out and well, do Well, partially because Angel was gone. Right, she is second in command when Angel's not there. Although Wesley, I don't know if he has the power to tell her. Yeah, or realizes any of that power dynamic yet. Yes, no, yeah. I don't think he does. Yeah. Um. So they're very cute at the end. I did think. Are, do you watch Sixty Days In? No. Okay. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. 
We do talk about it a lot. You should watch it. it you should watch it. It's on Annie. Okay. It's about people who go undercover into a prison. Yes. But this felt like 60 Days in. Like his, yes. his eating, a lot of it felt, it, it felt like prison dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of Oz a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Which apparently um, Scott Winter Williams. That's me. Yes, he was. He was on Oz. He was on Oz. You're right. Well. You're right. Um, But yes, yeah, so this episode. We get more Wolfman Scar, Scar- Wolfman Hart, <laughs> Wolfman Scarsgard. But we've seen three different lawyers so far. At least three different lawyers mm-hmm. so far, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, watch because I've been watching. I've been, yeah. I told you Buffy and Angel at the same time. Clearly, Buffy has been going. They have a whole mm-hmm. season arc. Mm-hmm. Angel still feels a little like fragmented, but at least yeah. Wolfman Hart feels like a bit of a through. It's been line. present the whole yes. time. Yes. 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 Uh. We've got to get yeah, to we got eternity. a whole other episode. Luckily, there's no one recording after us. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, eternity. Eternity. I think this was my favorite of the three. I liked this one a lot. I would say I liked the ring better. All right, but fair. I really liked this one also. Uh, of course, Cordelia asks them if they thought she was good in the play. Who asks people? Do you, was I good? Yeah, that was. It's hard though when someone doesn't say anything. No, it is hard when when people don't say anything. And were they in a m- movie theater? It was a. It was a. Wait, it was you like don't a, do plays in theaters like that? Yeah. It looked like they had the it little did. booth. Yes, they I, did have the little booth. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've seen theaters with that booth, but for some reason, it felt like a movie theater. Maybe. Yeah, it reminded me of like you know that part of Santa Monica where there's a bunch of theaters. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been to a show in a theater like that there. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt like an LA thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mention in rings. They talk about a Silver Lake sports bar called Shots. Yes. Shots. <laughs> yep. Which I would totally go there. I would totally real. go there. Okay, back to eternity. <laughs> um, back to eternity. Well, speaking of not my sunset, right? Is that the, that's the name of the segment? LAB? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. Yes. <laughs> a lot of that scene coming up uh, is shot on uh, Hollywood and uh, Ivar. The whole. Oh, where really? He, where he not where yeah. ca- hits the actress out of the way. All that is shot right there. A lot of the oh. external shots mm-hmm. were were really like when Cordelia and Rebecca go shopping. Yes, yeah, that's like also on right Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's also I don't think once no. you're like B minus level, you ever go to Hollywood Boulevard no, again. Never, no. Like we, never. the three of us, spent a lot of time on Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> but not for we shopping. Sh- Do we? I don't know if yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We walked from somewhere on Hollywood Boulevard to somewhere on Kawanga to go shopping. Oh, All that's right. Yeah. We did. But that didn't exist back then when this was shot. Yes. And so, we weren't like... And okay. I bought things at the... What is that? Not American Vintage, but that thrift store on Hollywood. Before. Iguana? It, yeah. It's good oh, stuff. Iguana's good. It's great. So I've shot yeah. But once I'm B minus or better level actress... <laughs> uh, 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 no, uh, no, no. You will not see me in a baseball cap walking down that street. Okay, also... Oh, my God. Her, out, her hair and her outfit when she's trying to be incognito mm-hmm. was... Awful. I was like, you look so much like a person that's trying not to look like they're famous. Right. Yeah. Like, right. You're so stupid. For <laughs> I okay, but th- but also, flip side, what we end up knowing about Rebecca, did she really not want to be seen? No, of course not. Of course not. She wanted people to know. Of course. Her. Yeah. Um, I thought the casting of her was so good. Yeah, she's really really. Part good. of it is because she, she's like alien beautiful. Yes, mm-hmm. she's, she's like, alien like, beautiful. Yes. Right. And it's hard because Cordelia is so pretty right. and so beautiful that like 
in order for you to see the difference between this woman and Cordelia, the woman would have to be unreal pretty. Mm-hmm. And they did it. They found mm-hmm. a like tight and she's also like tinier mm-hmm. and like perfect skin mm-hmm. and it, it, so I feel like most humans it would be hard to believe that they were more famous than Cordelia but this yeah. one believed well, cause it because she looks almost like she looks like she could be European she mm-hmm. has like a knot of mm-hmm. here and I think maybe that's that alien quality yeah a knot of here aspect big old her. eyes yes mm-hmm. god she was so beautiful I could not I kept, I kept running down she's so beautiful she's yeah. so beautiful um also, I love that Wesley thinks E.T. is Emma Thompson. I love that. <laughs> I love Like he thinks that. Emma Thompson's going to be going to this club? Yeah. Wesley. <laughs> on Hollywood yeah. Nightbar? <laughs> 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 Hollywood Nightbar? <laughs> Emma Thompson was never at a level where she hung out in Hollywood no, Nightbar. No. Ever. No. When Her she, first trip to L.A., she said, no, I will yeah, not no, stop she on was, the street. She was born <laughs> being away from Hollywood yeah. Nightbar. She would not <laughs> ever. Her first time in L.A., <laughs> she was on Robertson. Yes. Just done. Yeah. She was not ever going to go there. Um, I would say that uh, Rebecca's house is a late 90s contempo nightmare. Did you see her, that house? Okay. Her downstairs. Hideous. What's her downstairs? Didn't, like but where you can see the ocean. And oh, stuff. yeah. Okay. The her, stairs. The stairs. The bedroom. The with bedroom? the treadmill. That, <laughs> I hated I, that room. If I went to an Airbnb <laughs> and it was decorated like that. I demand I, your two money stars. back. Yeah, two <laughs> stars. Immediately. I don't care that I can see the ocean from bed. No. That the be- the be- the linens the linens the like walls. I was like, what are you doing to this woman? <laughs> She's supposed to be like rich and famous. <laughs> I know. Maybe it was uh, Oliver's decorations. Oliver. Ugh. Oliver's return. Yeah, his <laughs> glorious return. <laughs> Wait. He was from the he's from the party. pilot. Oh! He's the guy that gives Angel the card. He's like, uh, call me. Yeah. Ba 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 ba. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot. He didn't hit on Angel at all in this episode. No. He, in fact, was uh, infatuated and with Rebecca. I think he said in love. Did he say in love? <laughs> yeah, he didn't say yes. that, but like, He's like, we saw the other episode. No, I know. <laughs> I forgot him until now, but yeah. he, I mean, you can swing both ways. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a barn door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if we did the same thing. Oh, my God. Also, okay, can we talk about her chunky slippers? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Chunky oh. Like, if we weren't supposed to know she was troubled, that's when you're... Okay, though, I will say, I have got a lot of... I loved Rebecca. Sure, yeah. Got some problems with her. One, we're supposed to, like, feel bad for her because she's laying out right. by her pool, clearly just had a massage, hair up in a nice thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. she gets her eyebrow waxed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone like, gets everyone, her eyebrows ev- waxed. I'm like, girl. Oh, ouch. What? It's like... That's like the lowest pain yeah. thing. <laughs> right. All of the hairs around my eyebrows are dead. I would have <laughs> like it's They're not like constantly we, being pulled out. We should have had to see her like sit there and eat one grape while everyone around her yeah. is eating food. <laughs> or like there's you know things what? that she probably oh has my to God, do that this are was so Notting Hill. No, it was totally their Someone relationship. Notting, Notting Hill. Yeah. Okay. So this is now I understand how you were feeling <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Julia Roberts is a very famous actress. Sure. Yeah, he knows that. About I know. Her. I, 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 yeah, I know the basic. Part, okay. But I, I don't know. Like. Yeah, I think that's it's. It is very Notting Hill. Mm-hmm. Just um, the part where she's like, "You don't know who I am." I think their attraction is very Notting Hill. Yes, because there's also the part with I would argue both Hugh Grant and Angel, where <laughs> they're like falling in trance with this ridiculously beautiful person. Yeah. But neither of them want to like admit the base elements of that, mm-hmm. and so like. Yeah, she's just a really 
interesting person. Like, no, you want to fuck like, that no, person. Everyone is in love with her because yeah. she's beautiful. She's professionally mm-hmm. charismatic and attractive. And it's like, I don't know. There's just something about her. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's a symmetrical face. Yeah. Right. Good body. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, what do you. These are the things that people usually seek out. I mean, both of them, it's true love, obviously. You you drug your true love, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Doxy Yep. I was just like, E? I was like, <laughs> right. she just put E in his shit? At first, I was like, they just don't want to say ecstasy. Yeah. And I was like, no, they want to say some weird other word. Yes. Like, that's what I thought, too, because she kept being like something to loosen him up. And I was like, what? Are you just saying or Molly? I, or I thought maybe they were going to go, all right, GHB. That's what I thought. Or a hip-hop. Were you going to say RHCB? Because <laughs> 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 <Jeez. laughs> I thought initially that's exactly yeah. what they were going for. And yeah. then they spin it with this. And the, the, but it makes more sense because, yes. like, the bliss thing. But I thought it was E for sure. E, yeah. we sound so old. Molly? Molly. Or They called it E when I was in high school. Yeah. No. I, called, I know that, Kelly. <laughs> not that. Some people called it X. X. I remember that. Right. Now it's Molly. And then there's another one. Pop, bop. Pop, <laughs> pop, bop. Pop, bop. H. Appy. H. Appy. Elliot. <laughs> Um, but this, it was interesting because on this po- this very podcast, mm-hmm. both of your Hellmouthy and Tall, Dark, and Broody, you've often discussed the bliss thing and his curse. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it the O face or mm-hmm. is it actual happiness? Mm-hmm. And it shows the shows seem to go back and forth. This yeah. is now back on the side mm-hmm. of really this my theory. Remember I mentioned my theory. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now we're saying now the show is saying if he's just kind of really happy, he could be Angelus. I just so, have the creepiest uh, smile. Uh, so what I if avoided eye contact because I was like, I can't. I feel bad. <laughs> so what if his broodiness is not him being broody, but truly a defense mechanism? No, him. In order for him to be angel and not his evil self, he has to be depressed. I think he at least thinks that on some level. I don't know if it's true, mm-hmm. but I think there are multiple things pushing his broodiness. One is that he like is depressed. Two, he feels like he needs to re- redeem himself and so, like, doesn't deserve to be happy. Three, he is afraid of being happy because of what happens when he is. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, like, many things that push that. Yeah, but it, that's totally a natural thing, right? Like, if you are, if you let yourself not feel bad about things and the worst thing that could happen happens, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to be guarded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't seem very guarded when they're sharing champagne. I know I'm jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. But that whole champagne scene, I was embarrassed for everyone involved. No, uh, <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Oops, I spilled on your shirt. Do you ever yeah. do that thing where you interlock arms? She's like, oh, next time I'm so corny. I'll... I. It was funny because I didn't what? remember the end of this episode. I expected us to see her TV show and that to be a scene from her TV show. Because that's how it felt. It yeah. felt like a writer wrote this for a bad like mm-hmm. teen drama. It was so embarrassing. And um, also, like, so she... Puts that shit in his drink, and it's like so it's so cloudy. It's so and cloudy. then she's like, "I'll just top it off with some champagne." <laughs> and then it's clear. <laughs> I was worried she gave him the wrong glass. I was like, no. "Girl, yeah, no, you're gonna be all loopy." Also, what was your end game there? She was like, "I'm right. gonna make him." I'm gonna... He's gonna be so relaxed and happy. I'll convince him to turn me into a vampire. She's so stupid. Why not? She's just narcissistic. Part? I think she's just right. clinically she's... narcissistic, mm-hmm. and probably hasn't had a genuine connection with another human being mm-hmm. in. Ten years. Yeah. She doesn't like know how adults work. She said she has been famous since she was 14. Yeah, that's a lot. Like that's people who become famous at that age, they're warped. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that in like a bad like you mm. you just you don't experience the world like everyone. Yeah. Does. You can't 
you don't know what it's like to just be a person, mm-hmm. a, a girl standing in front of a boy, a boy. asking <laughs> to love you. <laughs> but what's interesting is that she didn't think, I'll just sit him down. We'll have a talk about this. I would think that move she makes is aware he's going to say no, which means maybe deep down she knows this is a bad idea. I don't. I don't know. I think she thinks she's. I don't know. I mean, I I get the motivation to do it. I mean, that's a that's mm-hmm. a great. It yeah. is a trope, but it's a good trope. I think mm-hmm. to use vampirism as this aging yeah. anti aging technique. Totally. Uh, but to drug this dude to maybe convince him to do this to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is like uh, any other way he's going to say no. I think, yeah, she doesn't think he'll do it. I think it implies uh, a Hollywood lifestyle, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like probably she's been drugged and then done things she probably wouldn't have done if she wasn't drugged. Mm-hmm. It felt like she just, to me, it felt like this is what you do. Yeah. If you want someone to do something, you're not sure they'll do it, mm. drug them, and then or get on drugs with them, and they will do whatever you want. Wow. So to me, it had like this like dirty Hollywood. Like she yeah. looks clean. She's dirty. There it is. But also, yeah, she she looks clean, but she's dirty. I was also noticing, like, so she complains that, like, people only ever want to get close to her because they want something from her, which mm. is, like... Yeah. But all of, most of her infatuation with Angel mm-hmm. is because of his vampirism. So it's, like, she's doing to him what she complains that everybody does to her, which is, like, trying to get something of hers to rub off on them, and she wants... Mm-hmm. She's drawn to Angel because of this like idea of what he is rather than who he is. I think the fact that he's like super hunky and saved her life she appeals. That's like that really great too. Yeah. But like her like obsession where she's like right. I Oh no, need she's some at his house to that. take something. Yeah. From him. She wants that vampirism. Um I do think it's funny, and I think she's also just like a huge narcissist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because when he says he hasn't seen her show, she's like, Hey, why don't you come back to my house and uh, we'll screen an episode of my TV show? <laughs> Yeah, no, when she said that, I was like, um, wow, embarrassing. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I mean, I'm bad at keeping a straight face all the time. No, but those but eyebrows you, would be wiggly waggly. I don't know. What, what do you do if someone. What? I mean, probably I have seen their show because I've seen a lot of shows. And if I haven't seen it, I'm probably not going to date them. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, like if you didn't know who Adam Sandler was and, and he came he up said, to you. Let, let's go back to my place and watch one of my shows. Honestly, if if someone said that to me, I would just be like, "No thanks," <laughs> and then we would not continue. Right? I that's a deal breaker. Because if you think, if you are at a place as an adult that you think that, what if you just said, "Oh yeah, I I want to check that. I just haven't had a chance yet," and then they said, "Come back to my place. We'll screen it." Ew. Or, uh, yeah, that I would be like, no, no watching. Yeah, I'd be like, no thanks. <laughs> I'd be like, are you trying to say that like you want to have sex? Because if that's it, then fine. But if we're Let's we're gonna see there... my show, I play a twenty-two year old. <laughs> <laughs> On it, honestly, I'm trying to seduce you, Kelly. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I would be like, what are you asking me? Like, if if we're if we're really gonna be sitting there watching your show, I'm not interested. I don't want to be have a. Part but of if that. the show will be on in the background, well. While so, we Netflix and chill? Yeah. So we're going to Netflix and chill your show. Ew. Because you know that person's just not even going to be looking at you. They're going to be no. looking at themselves on the screen. It's like in The Wire when Carcetti is fucking that lady, but he's just like staring at his own reflection. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Carcetti. And then he became Littlefinger. Yeah. And then yes. he became Littlefinger. Um, yeah. I, okay. New hypothetical. Okay. Okay. You're dating this guy. Okay. He's great. Okay. He's great. Sure. Everything's great. Everything's, everything's, everything's great. Everything's great. He's an actor. Okay. He's in a thing that you haven't seen, but it's fine. It's like just, sure. you haven't seen it yet. You go back to his place. 
things are on fire. Uh-huh. Things right. are great. And then about halfway through doing the do, you notice that a TV has turned on, <laughs> is on mute, and is showing <laughs> his show. Wait, wait, wait. I have to ask a question. Is this... Like Netflix is just going, or is this like you don't automatic turn on midway through? <laughs> you didn't notice it until just now, but you've now noticed. But he's not saying anything about it. You're you have it. I think things would have to come to a halt. Like I would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, um, sorry, this. Did you do this? And then, so then, what is he? So okay, let's say I ask him about it. I'm like, oh, your TV's on. I think I would just keep it at that because he would know what I mean. Yeah, right. Like I'd be like, the TV's on, and, and then what like, is he saying? Yeah. Pay attention to me. I'll be like, which one? Either one's which- fine by me. Oh. <laughs> then I'd be like, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, okay. You're right. I went too hard. How about this? Again, everything's great. Oh everything's my God. great. You guys, everything's so you much made, great. You made beautiful love. We made it beautiful, beautiful love. So we're done. Yeah. We're done. You gotta pee. It's like three in the morning. Okay. So you're like getting up to pee and you notice he's curled up watching his show on his phone. No! <laughs> in defense, what if he's like watching an edit? Maybe. Like they just send him the part of the show. You don't know. And you, <laughs> you like you know. weren't trying to wake him up. Like you're just going to go to the bathroom and come back to bed. So you get up, you notice he doesn't look at you. Like he's just looking <laughs> he's at you. He's very just, busy. He's watching himself on his phone. I would be like, are you watching an edit? Right. You would say something? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's natural. How long have we been dating? I don't know. I think I, ha- I really have to pee. I'm going to go pee. Oh, I'm, I'm going to, well, I go pee and then I come back and, and then I notice you say. Him. You noticed so, it when so, you got out of bed, but you didn't really register it until you're in the oh bathroom. My God, wait, like, so oh. he's been just quietly while I've been sleeping watching his own show. Yeah, creepier or less creepy than watching you sleep. What if you say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he says, "Well, I guess it depends on that answer, right?" His answer is, "Oh, the show's on Netflix." Well, then we know it's not an edit, right? Yeah, no, it's not an edit. It's, it was never an edit. Guys. It was his show. It was always, he's watching an old episode of a show that he is on. <laughs> he says, it's on Netflix. Then what is the next line? <laughs> I, that- I would just be like, do you just put your clothes on and go home? I just like, I You're guess like- it's mobile compatible. Like it's, it seems like it's translating fine on your phone. There you like, go. That's- right. Change the yeah, scale. So, yeah. I'd be like, maybe he's just checking that. <laughs> checking video quality you, on, yeah. on the mobile you browser. You wouldn't just let him have his one thing while you sleep. He watches himself on TV, on his phone. That is so, it's so telling of so many other things. Yeah. Okay. You've been dating two years. What? You think he's going to ask you to marry him. And, and I discovered and that. He takes really long showers, but it's fine. There's a drought, but like, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> There's a TV in the shower. <laughs> Wait. So, okay, hold on. I open the door one day. Shower's he's, going. He's sitting on the toilet just watching himself. Yeah. <laughs> Close toilet. It's not gross. He's just sitting. He's just sitting. He's watching himself. And then you kind of look at him, but you're in love with him at this point. Like, okay, if we're in love, then I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? And then if he was like, I'm watching my show. I'd be like, in here now? he's like, yeah, because I knew you would judge me. I heard that episode of Tall, Dark, and Pretty. (laughs) I knew. I wanted to turn it on the first night we made Sweet, Beautiful Love, and I knew you wouldn't like it, so I've been hiding it from you. Can I add to that uh, scene? He's laughing and reacting to... Oh, his he own loves work. It. He's loving it. Yeah, he's his biggest fan. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, and, he, uh, and then he pauses it and wait, he brings wait. it back, and he's like, I did it. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe I did this. Oh my god, that's so real. And then you, you look closer. It's not his show. It's a fan video someone made of a supercut of his best moment. No, and then I grab his phone, click on the user profile. It's, it's him, him. <laughs> set to a Paramore song. Yes, <laughs> you are the only exception. <laughs> There, I would be like, we need to just, we need to sit down and talk because 
the whole relationship's in jeopardy. Yes, there's like so wow. much. There's and then so you have to much. tell your friends. Like, what happened? You guys were so happy. I don't. What if he's like, oh, it's just really funny. Like, I, I me and uh, David Brianis were a couple. Like, they edited yeah. it together. It looks like we're a couple. Is that funny? <laughs> Isn't that so funny? It's so funny. I, okay. Kelly, I don't, I. You were in love with him. I know. Everything else is perfect. Everything else is perfect. He, all your, we all love him. All your friends love him. He's I great. would honestly, had I would cast. give him so much shit for it. Like, yeah, I would laugh. I feel, I agree. I think that is exactly why this hypothetical, if I was in this hypothetical, that's why I would end. Yeah, because I would start making fun of streams of mocking. Well, I'd just be like, "Are you? You're?" I was like, "I'd be like, you, do you see yourself?" And then I would take a picture with my phone, and then I would show him, and I'd be like, "Do you see this? Are you serious? You, this is you. You're sitting on the toilet watching." Like, but you see this? Like, like I was really funny in it. I was so funny, and he's like, "Don't you? Don't you value my work?" I'm like, "Yes, but I I kept this from you. I didn't like make you deal with this. This is my own time. I, I don't. Like, I don't ask what you do when you're in the bathroom." <laughs> You're like, I don't watch myself on TV. <laughs> we don't, I don't know that. You could be doing anything. I, I would be like, I trust now you. you get to have even more time to do this alone. Oh my God. Oh. You are a cold, I'm cold, cold hearted witch. I don't know. I think everybody has. Well, I would, weaknesses. no, I think I would make fun of him so much that he would be like, this, you're being too mean. And I'd be like, well, and I'd be like, you know what? You're too sensitive and too narcissistic. And I think that this, like, yeah, I mean, I think your meanness and his narcissism was going to end this relationship anyway. Yeah, it was going to happen. Better before you have kids. Yeah. The, Just a dog. The end. Oh, yeah. no. There's a dog. There's a dog. <laughs> he gets the dog. He can have the dog. You're it's the okay. mean one. I'm the mean one. All he did was take secret. So, like, what if he's. All right. I don't know. I think what you do privately while the shower's running and you're pretending to take a long shower <laughs> is, like, your business. Fine. No, it's totally your business. But, like, if but it, the person that you love and trust the most should be able to make fun of you for it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think it, if it's your business, that's fine. But it still reveals to me something about you, hmm. like how, who you are overall. And I think we say everything else is perfect. There would have to be other. I would start symptoms. remembering other things, and I'd be like, oh, but like when we did this thing, yeah, you'd was, build a case against it. Yeah, like I would, you were, you spent a half hour getting ready because you're literally just standing in the bathroom, yeah, just looking, looking at yourself. yourself like, yeah, I look pretty. It's good. his instrument. Yeah, great. Just don't play it while I'm around. <laughs> Don't practice when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so you're nicer. You would you you would stay no. with this man. You wouldn't. I'm, I don't think we would get that far. I think I would know. No, but in things. what Ryan, you can't <laughs> change it like change that. It. I don't so think for you it's just I don't much think of a surprise. I think it might be something that we I don't think I would I think I would be mean first. Mm -hmm. I think I would make fun of him and be mean. But I hope we would work it out. Mm. I hope we would could like go to therapy because I do you would say we have to go to therapy because you're watching the video. No, I think we have to go to therapy because I've discovered this thing about you and I'm having trouble treating you kindly. Yeah. And I mm -hmm. love you and I don't want to treat you mean. I don't want to be mean to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we I so I feel like I it's not as much like see you later alligator. Yeah. As like. I, I got to figure out how to deal with your narcissism. Yeah. We're going to work through this. Or I'm going to try. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. I think that's how I feel. But who knows? For, yeah. Maybe just, I would just cut bait. It's hard. Yeah. Narcissism is hard in a Every, relationship. Yes. And everybody, and you're right, if it was like, this is just a sign of another thing. But also, I think sometimes even people who are genuinely humble have secrets. Of course they like, do. Like, I think you can, I don't know if you can watch yourself on fan videos that you made of yourself <laughs> and also be humble, but I think everybody has 
Everybody has like <laughs> private alone behavior. Yes. And but if it different doesn't secrets mean different things. things. But I don't know that they always do because they're secrets. You don't know everyone's secrets. No. No. Like, and then you can use the secret to like make a case against a person. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't, if the other thing, if the, if your problem with someone isn't that they're a narcissist and then you see that secretly they do narcissistic things, that doesn't color everything else that they did. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't think. I mean, inviting someone over to your, their ho- your house to screen your television show, red flag. It's sure. insane. <laughs> and showing crazy. up to his place when she wasn't, she, yes. he wasn't expecting her to come yeah. over. That was shocking. In her, that was shocking. like, neck-bearing mm-hmm. And then she sits down on the couch with this. Oh, my God. Graceful. Yeah. Oh, let's do that cheesy thing that couples do with the <laughs> champagne. Yeah. Oh, so corny. If there's one where you feed each other champagne, right? Isn't there something with your arm? Yeah, where you... That's what I thought they were right. going to do, and I was like, that is right. both Wait, awkward you feed and... each other? So, I like, think you just do this, where you do your own, right? That's there, what but they were trying to I think else. there was something where, like, I would have fed you my champagne. Maybe... It, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, whoops! Whoops! <laughs> whoops! Yeah. I mean, when she did spill on him, I was like, that's what would happen if I tried to I actually wrote in my notes... What did I write? Uh... Uh, what did it? Uh, gee, classic spill on his shirt, so he has to take it off. Yeah, and guess what happens? Yep, he takes it exactly off, and she happens. like she's peeking around the yep, corner. She peeks. Yep, she's like, oh, look at that bad bad. I'd peek. I'd peek. I'd peek too. Um. Also, okay, we've got to talk about the premiere first. It's across <laughs> from a Payless shoe stores, and we see that logo so bright, <laughs> brighter than any stars on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, it's so Payless shoe stores. Payless. You could pay more. His hair looks great. Yes. His hair looks great. And I do like they have that moment of like, not you, buddy. We want the other we want yeah, the girl. It was great. But also, if I saw him get out of a limo, no, I'd, I'd be, be like, like Who's who this the guy? fuck is that? Tell me more. He looks great. Um, also, okay, and then there's the shooting. And <laughs> afterwards, Oliver mm-hmm. walks up to Rebecca and says, Not again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you say that to someone who just got shot at? I know. Not again. Well, he's not thinking about things right because he was the one who set it all up. So maybe okay, he's this like, "This is his moment. He knows know. he set it up, and knows sure. he doesn't want her to know he set it up." So right. this is his performance. Yeah, his he could have just act. been like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" Like, or what happened? Yeah. Yes, I don't know what happened. Whatever not could have again. happened on these shootings. <laughs> oh bother! Yeah, Oliver, but she doesn't pay him to love her, right? But he does. He does it for free. And did we talk about the first attack? Was that? A ninja, like, like. Oh my god! <laughs> the guy in our house. Yeah. Oh, what was I, that? Because the first attack was the car. Was, okay, so there was a freshly oh, sorry, right. green the, car. <laughs> fresh the paint. Second right. attack was in her '90s Contempo Nightmare house, <laughs> yes. where a man in a ninja outfit <laughs> jumps through like double pane glass, and then an Angel jumps through yeah. glass. Right. Everyone's jumping through glass. Everyone's being thrown through. Glass. Unnecessarily. So, like so much glass is being broken. She's like, I don't care, I'm rich. And they're like fighting, fighting, fighting. Was that guy the stunt guy too? I don't know. He had to be. He had to have been. Oh right. my god! There, it might have been the same stunt guy. Maybe we couldn't tell because he was wearing, he was wearing the ninja mask. outfit all over his face. <laughs> Oliver yeah. has. Let's give Oliver some credit. He has some showmanship, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like movie style mm-hmm. killing, fake killing. So I guess the one in our house makes the least sense. Yeah, because the one in front of the club, okay, ET is there. The pressure sure. there. The yeah. premiere. Emma Thompson. The premiere, again, right. paparazzi everywhere. Yeah, right. at our house, no one's really no there. one's there, and everyone and left. She, like, yeah. like the montage shows it, everyone leaving. Yeah, right? and it's not like she wants to call people and say, "Hey, let's yeah do this." So, like, I don't, I don't know the benefit of that one. 
I don't know. Either. Unless it's to get her to run into Oliver's arms. I don't think. He... Could be. But he doesn't even seem to have it as an end game that they get together. Not really. He just wants her to be happy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you really look at it the right way, he's the hero of the episode. He's the hero and she's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that today. <laughs> Oliver's the hero. He's um, a pansexual hero. Yeah, he's a pansexual hero. <laughs> dick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, during her toast to him, uh-huh. when she's like, she says something like so odd, like, where if I were Angel, I'd be like, hold up. Do you want to be a vampire? Because she was like, to being forever beautiful and young or something like mm-hmm. so yeah. obvious. Right. I'm like, Angel, I know. I guess he's so taken away by her. I think he's taken away by allure. her. And it also, if you listen to it the right way, it sounds like she's complimenting him. Oh. It's mm-hmm. like she's saying you are forever beautiful and young. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think I think he's susceptible to compliments. He is. Because yeah. he probably doesn't get them very often. No, he can't even look at himself. <laughs> he, he doesn't can't. even know what he looks like. Um. Oh, God. When and I know he's turning into Angelus, but when he stuffs that blood in her oh my mouth, god, that was that jarring. was intense, yes. so upsetting. Yeah, like that was that was really yeah, that it was, was really affecting. That was a, an assault. Yes, on my eyes. Yes, but my even eyes. still, I felt this Angelus. Yeah, Angelus. Yeah, was less scary. I guess it's not full. I guess it's full, yeah. not soul removed. Uh, evil yeah. angel, but he's. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the season two Angelus was much more frightening. He's yeah. much more like a charismatic killer here. Right. Like yeah. he's like, God, he was so charismatic when he does that like, did him like jump thing where he's like, I am a vampire, baby. I was like, hot to treta, hot to treta. My eyes were like, woo. <laughs> Your tongue rolled out of your mouth. <laughs> and then, ro- then roll back in. Roll back I liked it. Oh, I. we are not questioning. Yeah. I was into we it. got it. You got it. Because there is stairs. We've we've established stairs in he the possession. He on the stairs. Oh, my God. Right. I guess he does come up the stairs. But I figure once yeah. that elevator breaks and she comes up and Wesley and yeah. uh, Cord- Cordelia find her. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like Angela should be. There immediately, but yeah. he takes, maybe he's just playing with his prey. I guess I think he's doing that, and maybe he's just—I don't know—he probably like drank some blood, did some stretches, <laughs> yeah, put on a CD, brush yeah, his yeah. hair. Yeah. Like I feel like he was just like, yeah, that's the me time, sure, because yeah. he hasn't had time alone with himself, no, mm-hmm. in a long Ages. time, right? So he was just getting rid of some housekeeping stuff. <laughs> right. He probably gave himself a hand massage. Definitely did not think that's where you were going with that, Sam. <laughs> Really gave himself a hand job. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to say jerked off? No. Give it himself a hand job. Sorry, what jerked off? What is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, giving himself a hand job. That's obviously <laughs> what I would call it. I could just see him throwing out all of Angel's shirts yes. like really quickly. No, oh, no, no. no. The, the slacks are gone. Those stupid. No more pants. slacks. No more fleeces. All no, leather. Oh my god. Those like tan fleeces. <laughs> gone. Never again. He called Buffy. <laughs> hey, B. <laughs> Say <Good> hi. hi. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we get yeah. the crushing blow from Wesley when he tackles. Uh, yeah. I was like, ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Angel is honest with Cordelia about her acting. Oh yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. He's honest to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. <clears throat> he was so he, mean. Yeah. He doesn't care about people's feelings. Mm-mm. Because we're all really Angelus underneath. Angelus. 
Which is funny because we again this your podcast greatly discusses the connection between the two personas. Mm-hmm. So do Cordelia and Wesley receive that as what Angel really thinks, or do they receive this as Angelus being mean and not really what Angel thinks? Honestly, I think I'm sure that on some level Angel thinks some of those things. I mean, I he mean, was not Cordelia enjoying Cordelia's it. thing. Yeah, she was Cordelia, like, Cordelia at least he's, he's honest. honest. Yeah, right. I think his delivery of things is designed to hurt someone. So in the way that like some like Angel, if he when he has to talk about how you performed, is going to cushion it, and Jealous is going to sharpen it. So I still think it's true, mm-hmm. but it's not like the kindest way to deliver the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mean way to say the truth. Oh yeah, he said the these things these true things in like the sharpest meanest way possible for sure um and then he gets turned on an elevator shaft mm-hmm. harshly and then he goes sleepy sleepy <laughs> and then somehow they get him from the bottom of the elevator shaft into his bed i would have loved to see that part I picture, just, like, dragging <laughs> and i picture rebecca helping i know she got the hell out no, of there but gone. i like the picture of her like got it by his legs yeah what's this gone by his head cordelia is like Supporting from underneath. When when mm-hmm. they're having to pull him out of that shaft, like you can't go down there. So they're probably pulling his legs and he, his body's <laughs> just like flopping over the side of the shaft. Ugh. Yeah. Or they call the dentist neighbor. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, woke them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got it done. And then he's tied to his bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wakes up. You could <laughs> see it. I'm like, I'm like, it's me. It's me, Angel. I want to watch videos of myself. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the cute ending, like, let me out. Yeah. yeah. Let me out, guys. That was cute. That was cute. He's very cute. <laughs> um, overall, I loved these episodes. Yeah. I mean, Prodigal, I, I think, was, was the weakest. Yeah, I did not and super me. enjoy that first one, but I but loved no, those. The episodes. Ring was fun. I feel like they're figuring out how to execute these ideas. Yes. yes for sure. Um, and, I mean, I do feel like a twist happens around the same time of every episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, like, they are getting into a groove and also a rhythm that's, like, a little predictable, but mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, Chris, do you have any feelings about this season? About this season? Uh, or these episodes. I, I, or waking up and finding your <laughs> loved one watching pictures <laughs> of the videos. What's, what's interesting is that I, I, I kind of feel middle of the road for all these. Not, 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 as, not in a bad way, not necessarily in a good way, but I think Prodigal, the least favorite uh, today of mm-hmm. the three, yet has the most show backstory mythos because you mm-hmm. could you could lift ring and eternity out mm-hmm. and watch the season and not really miss yeah. too much right. yeah but prodigal has some i think some key liam angel mm-hmm. mythos there which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah for sure it'll be in my super cut you'll find on youtube right yeah um, where you're cut into it <laughs> right <laughs> all these stories are about chris <laughs> They're all about chris <laughs> talk to all his exes <laughs> um do you have any plugs uh as Listeners, savvy listeners know I'm on Big Boss with the Big both boss? of you. Big Boss. Now, almost every Sunday. Yeah, pretty ro- much almost every Sunday. Rotating. Yeah. Possibly the one Sunday of the 12 weeks that we will not be doing a show is when this episode comes out. No. Yep. Oh, nice. Possibly. Um, so don't come. <laughs> I mean, you should still come to the shows, but if yes, you check yes. nerdischool.com slash shows, you will see <laughs> what time we go up. Yeah. Um, and we, it's fun. We're like sandwiched between two really good shows. Yeah. Two really good teams. So no matter when we play, you will see another sh- great team. Yeah. Yeah. Super awesome. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, next, we have a crossover app. 
Nice. Right? Nice. 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 Uh, So that'll be a really fun and exciting episode. Uh, It's got some eyebrows. I mean, we shouldn't promise stuff. (laughs) That'll be an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It will run a length of time. Yeah. We will will say welcome to Tall, Dark, and Broody at the beginning. Will we? Because it's a crossover. So are we going to say welcome to Hellmouthy? Wow. Ryan, or can you do it in two parts? Ryan, don't make promises. <laughs> don't make promises that you can't keep. Never forget Doyle. Oh, my God. Never. Never. I tried to forget him. Oh, guys. It was check a mistake. Our, check our social media. Do you guys like this new way that we're talking on the... It's much, much more focused. And, yeah, and direct. it is. It's also it also feels cool. like we're like whispering into each other's ear. Hey, guys. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. Thank um, you for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. Chris, it's always all the time. Passion. You didn't even talk about all the presents. They're kind of little presents that I thought would build into a big present. No, I mean, like I, Adam. I, no, that's a oh, hell mouthy reference. Oh, but. Oh. <laughs> we can't have him on the show anymore. Kelly, <laughs> oh, no. Ryan, I know we were talking about having Chris on the show again, but I don't think we can have him on the show. Now, if he's going to talk about Adam, I think I, Adam? I think I did my best gifts anyway. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he could bring us like an Adam duck. Honestly, we've talked about how if we tried to predict his gifts, we would not even come close. We could never have predicted. I mean, who knew? Strange home for <laughs> Miss Pettigrew's children. <laughs> I know this is all another topic, but my mom does it all the time. She'll get the name 80% right. <laughs> like, you know, that show, Everybody Loves Ray. <laughs> so close. She's right. so close. Like 80% there. <laughs> you know, perfectly strange. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is that Stranger Things or Perfect Strangers? Either one. <laughs> You're like, okay, keep talking, Mom. Are you going to tell me about Balky or Eleven? Um, I feel like we could do this forever. Forever. Yes. Forever, ever. Um, but we do have to go. Yeah. The the day's a wasting. Yeah. Your yeah. time's a wasting, listener. We out. Do we do like Angel where you just like wa- <laughs> just walk away slowly? See you later. Bye.